Another week. Another talking dirty. Oh, that was a weak one, dude. You gotta do better than that. ASMR, man. It's the future. (laughs) This week, we have for you college football updates with Brian. Yeah. Breaking news about Donovan Mitchell and the NBA. And then for the NFL, we discuss the week one recap, the injuries, the headlines. Segments are back. And we do our week two pick'ems. Then we take it over to Pop Culture, where we discuss the drops and the trailers and all that jazz from D23. And then we do the recap for the House of the Dragon new episodes and the Rick and Morty new season. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. Before we get into it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> ASMR, baby. <laughs> um, Kent's Brothers Painting. This ASMR segment is brought to you by Kent's Brothers Painting. Uh. Guy, your house was very bland. Yeah. And I don't think you should whisper it is your microphone. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point, actually. <laughs> uh, but your house was shitty. Now it's not. Yeah, it's All not. because Kent's Brothers Painting, 412-784-1577. Once again, 412-784-1577. I did it without looking. Um, give them a call today for a free quote. Yeah, free quotes. They're hanging out. Mm. Also, T-shirts. T-shirts. T-shirts for sale. T-shirt time. $20 a piece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pre-order them now. Yeah. Don't look like a fool. Grab a Talking Dirty J t-shirt. That's that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. With that being said, let's get into it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a Cali kid. That's what some are calling me. Mm-hmm. Uh, came back from California. It's beautiful. Yeah. The Way overpriced. State. Uh, Florida. Uh, no, I. Florida Sunshine State, right? I think they both are because in California, love they say it's Sunshine State. I'm a bummer and be. Okay. You'll never find a dance floor empty. Um. So I don't know. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna look that up. But yeah, it was great. Uh, very expensive, but very beautiful. Yeah. Yosemite was amazing. With the Yosemite National Park. That's cool. Did you see Bigfoot? Or the Bigfoot people? I I don't think I'm in liberty to say. Oh, you're not. You signed a NDA. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, what if I totally did? I'm not joking. Um, I would hope that you tell me off the pod at least, and then I'd leak it to the world. Okay, like, I, I, I did not. Okay. Okay, we're just gonna get. But but let the listeners think I did, because <laughs> that makes it cool. Dude, you're whispering into the mic. You know, through the ASMR segment, that the the whispering works. No, I I, I have my <laughs> hand up. It's it, it means they can't hear me. Okay. But how are you? Earmuffs. You know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> how are you doing? Um. Doing good, man. Um, yeah, I went, to the, I went to the casino the other weekend for the first time in a while. Uh, just hit the penny slots. Didn't really do anything, but... Did you win? No, absolutely nothing. But I only gave up like 20 bucks, so it was whatever. I, that's why I don't like slots. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of signed up for what I was getting there, but 
<laughs> my buddy, so he never goes to the casino really, but he uh, wanted to play blackjack. So we took him to the blackjack table. So he doesn't really, like, he understands the general premise of blackjack, but he doesn't know, like, the little meticulous rules and the unwritten laws of blackjack. So, of course, we're sitting next to a table, like, with some, like, you know, older guy, like, you know, blue-collar gentleman. And and my buddy Nick, he's just, like, making the most egregious, like, hits and stuff like that. Oh, and no. And he's just chasing this dude off. <laughs> that's mad. That's, to the that's point not... where he was like, dude, learn to play the game. <laughs> and my buddy was like he was like pretty drunk so he was like sounding off he was like yeah fuck that guy man <laughs> there was, it was great though. it was like fantastic yeah there was a there was a uh, there was something like that that happened to me and my one, my, my one friend who went yeah, yeah but it was like Thursday night when it was like $10 blackjack table night or something like that so every table was packed mm-hmm. and he hit on something he shouldn't have and the entire table started like spraying <laughs> this guy and then he did it again and they were just like get the fuck out of here and they were just swearing at him and doing all stuff so he literally got up and left like, all right yeah, sorry where, guys where did i get the argument against my friend i was also like buddy it's the meadows and it's a fucking like ten dollar buy-in buddy. and like tell him not like teach him yeah that's yeah, my thing yeah. i i <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm patient. People don't know, and like for a while there. So you know, you probably shouldn't hit that because you know it's just like yeah. Rule. What I would do is a lot of times I'd be like, if I don't if I don't know something or if I don't know what to buy the book, mm-hmm. I'll literally look at the, the dealer or the in like in the table and be like, what do you guys think? Yeah. Because like the dealer will tell you. The dealer wants to, you to win so he can tip you out. Yeah. So you tip yeah. them out. So. It's true. At the same time, yeah. Instead of getting all pissy, just say, hey man. I wouldn't hit that. It was just, it was a blast for that, though. <laughs> yeah. I love Blackjack. I might just go on the casino app while we record. All right. But, yeah. Let's get into it. Yeah. Leading off, you have a couple of words about college football. I do. All right. Um, th- this year, I'm going to make a better effort to watch and talk about college football. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Herb Street, I'll be like, Herb Stein. <laughs> Herb. Herbenstein? Weeder Street. <laughs> um, I like Herbenstein. Herbenstein's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. But, all right. First, update on Notre Dame. They suck. They started season 0-2. Um, okay. Losing to Ohio State week one, which is, okay, it's fine. Ohio State was the second ranked in the country. Yeah. Notre Dame was five, so they lost to a person better. <laughs> they went from five to eight after they lost to Ohio State. Oh. And they lost again to Marshall, unranked Marshall. Oh yeah, dude. So I, yeah, so they I love Notre Dame stinking though. Oh, I do too. It's a great I feeling. I, I go back and forth on loving and hating Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. I as growing up, since being Irish and having a name Ryan, yeah, my family always said, "Oh, I like Notre Dame because this." But it's also they are also old school pit rivals. So like, mm-hmm. fuck Notre Dame. And yeah, I feel like Notre Dame people are annoying. Yeah, my big thing is like I just hate how they're not in the conference. That's very annoying, yeah. But I always like their uniforms. Yeah, they do have good the colors. gold helmets. Yeah, they do have good it. colors. I'll give them that. Yeah. But, all right, so Notre Dame sucks, which at the end, we'll go look at the top 25. I'm pretty sure they're not in anymore. Great. Um, a team that's been crazy good this year. They started ranked, but, like, not crazy ranked. Mm. Uh, but they definitely will be, I forget, I think on this week's top 25, they're pretty high. Uh, Kentucky. Yeah. One of the blue beds of basketball is really good at football. Uh, their quarterback, whose name's escaping me. Uh, I'm following teams, not players here. Um, I forget his name. I want to say it starts with an L, the last name. But anyway, he's going to be like considered one of the higher draft picks for quarterbacks this year. Wow. And he's been absolutely killing. He's probably the highest in finalist. 
Nice. Um, and it's good, like, the it. year that he's killing it, he's playing against a lot of ranked teams and, like, you know, yeah. making a name for himself that way. Yeah. Instead of, like, you know, just being the guy from Alabama, you know, or something like or that. Or being, like, yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, speaking of them being ranked uh, teams, this past week they played Florida, who Florida Week 1 had a really good week. I forget who they played, maybe Utah, and mm-hmm. they beat – they were ranked and they beat them. Um, and then they got basically jumped up pretty high. I think this past week they were 12 on the top 25, and they lost to Kentucky, who was 20. Yeah. So Kentucky is definitely going to get a nice little bump there. Mm-hmm. Um, bullshit of the week, bullshit game of the week, is Texas barely lost to Alabama. It was a one-point game. Alabama was ranked number one. Texas, I believe, was either not ranked or ranked low. Mm-hmm. Um, they, like I said, they lost by one, and there was earlier in the game they had a safety that got called, didn't get called a safety, but it's clearly a safety. And there's a whole big fuck, like, ref fucky fest where yeah. basically, um, buddy from Alabama, what's his name? He was, uh, Bryce Young. The, is it, it Bryce Young? That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a Heisman last year. He won the Heisman last year. I think it's Bryce Young. Yeah. It's Young. I forget his first name. I think it's Bryce. No, it's definitely Bryce. Anyway, he was in the end zone. He got tackled. Just a regular tackle. And it was definitely a safety. He last second let go of the ball. It didn't even go forward, went backwards, and then went out of bounds. So it should have been a safety. But on the play, a flag happened for roughing the passer. And then they had a review for targeting. Uh, Apparently, the ref said roughing the passer, but he misspoke because he wasn't. It wasn't supposed to be roughing the passer flag because it wasn't roughing the passer. It's literally like the most gentle tackle ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the one ref, like told him what he wanted to, the flag was for wrong or something like that is weird. He said, he, I was told wrong, but so it wasn't roughing the passer. They reviewed it for targeting. The guy who was apparently supposed to be targeting didn't even touch the quarterback. So <laughs> oh, the other uh, review, they reversed the penalty. Mm-hmm. So in that case, it would have been safety, but since they didn't call a safety on the field, they just lost it down as fourth down on the one. That's, they had some bullshit. It's very and bullshit. They end the game like that. It was not though. They didn't end the game, but that was oh, like okay. that was like a factor that could have came into play. Yeah. Um, Texas quarterback also got hurt. Quinn something from a very bad should have been roughing the passer. I don't know if it was or not, but he got picked up and suplexed on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they they just lost because they there's just too much time on the clock and Alabama marched down and kicked the field goal. Gotcha. But yeah, it, it was very it's a very bad call on the safety thing. Um. Next, the pit, pit, yeah. pit. First week we beat West Virginia in the backyard brawl. Stunner. Um, pick six at the end to win. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy for that game. <clears throat> this next week though, we did lose to Tennessee in overtime. It yeah. was no bullshit calls or anything like that. It was just our team got hurt. Slovis <laughs> got hurt. I want to say two or three offensive linemen got hurt, mm-hmm. and like three or four guys on defense got hurt. So our team. All got injured in that game, mm-hmm. which is wild. Um, I mean, t- Tennessee's a good team. I just think that this win, I think they got bumped up in the standings. I think this win shouldn't be taken with that much weight, though, against Pitt because I think we so all are. Yeah. Like, we were, we came off the gates destroying. Like, the players them. that we brought in, like, and <coughs> the quarterback that we brought oh, Pat, in. Nick, that, uh, yeah, that Nick Patty. Yeah, that set us up. He's be, so bad. Um to be ranked, like, they left the game and was like, okay, well. Yeah, Nick Patty played so bad. Yeah, yeah. Slovis was so good. It allowed the uh, Tennessee Volunteers to come back. Yeah, and and like I said before, too, like, or I was in the, I was about to say it. I don't know if I actually said it or not. I think my brain goes around when I'm mm-hmm. doing the podcast. Um, 
we came off the gates super hot. They play, and they did so bad. And then they only started coming back and getting momentum shifting whenever we actually started having people get hurt. Yeah, exactly. Like, we were command until everyone started getting hurt. So, like, I think saves some injuries. We go back. We win that game. Like, is uh, Slovis but, hurt long term? Um, I don't believe so. Okay. Uh, I don't know if he's playing this week or not. Yeah, I didn't hear anything. I remember, I, I think when he got rolled out for the game, it was, like, rolled. It was, like, not that serious. Like, he'll be back. Okay. Like, rolled out for the game. Yeah. Not anything long term. Okay. Exactly. Cool. Um, but all right, here is the AP Top 25, or as this FBS. Regardless, it's Top 25 on NCAA.com. Um, let me actually double check this. I'm going to make sure I get another AP Top Yeah, because those can deviate a little bit towards the end. Yeah. All right, AP Top 25. Here it is. All right, number one. Nice swap the Chiefs are. Pick them. <laughs> That's a hell of a stat. <laughs> Yeah, all right, behind the curtain, we are recording right now, it's almost 8, and the game, Thursday night game's going to start soon, so we realized we're not going to get the pickups before it started, so we just made our picks beforehand, guy had the Chargers out of the Chiefs, and then a stat just flashed on TV, Patrick Mahomes is 12 and 2. Like, oh, I gotta go with the Chiefs now. All right, if you want to go switch to the Chiefs, that's fine. Yeah, I'm switching to the Chiefs, that's a stat I can't ignore. Yeah, I mean, they're home too, they're they're going to destroy. All right, um, top 25, in order, we got number one, Georgia. Georgia's number one. Mm-hmm. Bama's number two. Ohio State's number three. Michigan's number four. Then we got Clemson, six. Oklahoma, no, Clemson five. Oklahoma six. USC seven. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State eight. Kentucky nine. They went from 20 to nine. Huge bump up for Kentucky, which they definitely deserve that. 10 Arkansas, 11 Michigan State, 12 BYU, 13 okay. Miami, 14 Utah, which I'm pretty sure Utah lost or like barely beat. Utah State, and they should not be that high. Mm. 15, Tennessee. They beat an injured pit team, so no. Uh, 16, NC State. 17, Baylor. 18, Florida. Florida went from 12 to 18 after losing to Kentucky. Mm. Number 19, Wake Forest. 20, Ole Miss. 21, Texas. Um, makes sense. They had a good win. They made a good loss against Alabama. Number 22, Penn State. Um, I don't think they should be this high. They weren't ranked before. This is the first time they're ranked. And it's because they beat Purdue week one, which is okay. And then they destroyed Ohio U last week. And Ohio U was like Terrible. Mac. It's a Mac school. Like you're not. Yeah. Of course, Penn State beat them by like 60. They just kept running up the score on them. Yeah, that's a very loose mm-hmm. 22 ranking. I agree. 23 is Pittsburgh. Pitt. Held a pit. See, I'd swap them. Oh, yeah, I'll be, I would too. Because mm-hmm. Penn State. Uh, 24, it takes A&M, 25, Oregon. Which Oregon, I'm pretty sure, got destroyed either week one or week two. <laughs> But it was against, like, Georgia. So they, that's why they still talk about it. They lost, like, by 50 or something. Let me look this up. It, it was, I might be lying about 50, but here, I'll look it up. It's it's, it's egregious. Let me see here. Um, what, the Pac-12, Oregon. Sorry to bug bad radio. Horrible radio. Ryan, what are you doing to us? 49 to 3. Week 1 against Georgia. Jeez. But they bounced back week two with a 70 to 14 victory <laughs> <laughs> over Eastern Washington. Yeah. Yeah. That'll do it. Definitely. But, all right, that's all I got for college football. All right. Anything like that? Um, go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs> Bring head of pet. Yeah, HTP. Um, actually, football. Sorry. Damn sure. I just want to say the Kentucky's quarterback's name. Just one time for the pod. What's his name? Is it like hard to pronounce? No, I'm just looking it up. 
Ah, okay. Will Levis. Will Levis? Mm-hmm. I knew it was harder than L. <laughs> There's no way he's staying there. What? He will leave. Uh, will he Levis. will leave us, yeah. <laughs> well, he is like a set senior, too, so. Um, Wait, nonetheless, he will leave us. But he's a grad student, maybe? Who, what team has that 25-year-old quarterback or whatever? It might be him. Is it him? I don't know. <laughs> I, I saw that, that there's some team, like, that there's a 25-year-old that's playing college football right now. Oh, no, this guy's 23. Oh, okay. Still, that's like, 25's insane. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you're playing against, like, 18, 19-year-olds. Like, that's just mean. <laughs> yeah, it's assault. That is assault, brother. But, all right. Uh, moving on to basketball. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. Oh, wait, shit. Breaking news. <laughs> Jazz trade Donovan Mitchell to Cleveland. Wow. Cleveland? Yeah, sorry, man. Nah, it sucks. <laughs> um, Donovan Mitchell got traded to the Cavs, apparently. Here I'm reading from uh, Woj right now. Uh, Lori Markinen, Colin Sexton, and three first-round picks with two pick swaps. And apparently also uh, Shams just tweeted after the trade, Colin Sexton is apparently going to sign a four-year deal worth $72 million with the Jazz. Damn. Good for him getting the bag. Too bad the Knicks fumble theirs all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so instant reaction to Donovan Mitchell being traded. That's wild. We've been waiting for months. Yeah. And thank God that they the finally. the deal finally waited until I got back and it didn't happen the second <laughs> we posted the podcast before going on a two week hiatus. <laughs> thank God that didn't happen. Yeah, that was some bullshit, man. Like, I don't know. I mean, is the good, uh, good for Colin Sexton? Or, or is the bit done? We're off the bit. Yeah, yeah, we're off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's two weeks good, good for Colin Saxon getting the bag though, but it's like why Cleveland? Like god damn it. Like the well, Knicks just fucking disappoint me so much. Yeah, so I actually have some more stuff maybe that might get uh get get my more depressed. No, no, more depressed. Okay. Um Donovan Mitchell came out oh, yesterday yeah, and said that he honestly thought he was gonna go to uh New York. He thought he was gonna go to the Knicks. I feel like somebody else said that that was supposed to come to New York and didn't. Didn't Zion say that after the draft? Well, Zion said that he wanted to come. I thought he said something after the draft, like, damn, I really thought, like, the Knicks were going to, like, yeah, I was really going to be in New York. Well, yeah, we, that, it's the lottery um, system, so it's like he couldn't yeah, control true, it. He was an, it was a, they, wanted, they lost a ping pong ball machine for yeah. Zion. Uh, that's, that's very unlucky. Um, yeah, yeah, no, but I think he did say something about... Uh, like he would, uh, he loved playing in the in uh, Madison Square Garden, MSG, mm-hmm. and he said something else about, like he did say something about like how he wanted to play for the Knicks or something, or he, or he's expecting that they were gonna win the lottery or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but also with the Knicks, um, the Donovan Mitchell trade, um, the last offer the Knicks offered the Jazz that the Jazz said no to was for R.J. Barrett, mm-hmm. Mitch Robinson, yeah, Obi Toppin, mm-hmm. three first rounders. Yeah, like I don't know how they didn't accept. Yeah, instead they took Lauren Markin and Colin Sexton. Yeah, and then which Colin that, Sexton, I, I, I like him, and I was hoping the the Heat was gonna. I think we're apparently gonna try to trade for him, um, but I, like, I, I think I'd rather take R.J. Barrett. Yeah, I think so too. R.J. Barrett, Mitch Robinson, Obi Toppin over him and Lauren Markin, and Lauren Markin is kind of a boss. Everyone thought he's gonna be so much better than he is. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but hey, you know what? It, it is what it is. Knicks just love to do that shit. Yeah. Um. All right. Is there anything else with this trade I have here? I wonder if they like. Oh, yeah, I do. I wonder if they enter trade agreements and they're like, 
All right, we want to get, like, as the top dog for this player, but we can't get him. We need to, like, pull out at the last second and then just, like, lose it. Mm -hmm. Like, I wonder if they have that discussion because it's so consistent the way they do that. <laughs> yeah, I, th I, I, think, I think them and the Heat are kind of have, like, a yeah, thing like, going it's, on. Yeah, it's like, it's like if we were the Heat, but we just, like, lost all of our transactions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's just that everyone knows that the Heat will always go for the big name, so they're in every single rumor. Mm -mm. But we don't... It's not like we're like, alright, it's between these two teams. Yeah, yeah. Or, alright, this team already did it. Um, one last thing about this trade, not really on the Knicks side anymore. More on the Jazz side now. That's mm -hmm. fine because it's the Cavs, not the Knicks. But um, the Jazz now, after trading Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert this offseason, before the season starts... They are looking to trade Bogdanovich, Mike Conley, and Jordan Clarkson. Danny Ainge, uh, their new GM, said they the rebuild was decided after last season because the front office didn't think this team believed in each other as teammates, and they decided to say fuck it and restart. Or they, was it because both players wanted to leave like later? Um, no, probably the first. Before that, yeah. Eh, maybe. Um. Yeah. I feel like both their players like wanted to leave, and they're like, "All right, let's rebuild." Um, I think they both were considering leaving, but they, out. I think they came out and said that we'll play together. Then they just traded them. Uh, I didn't know that. I didn't know they came out and say that. I'm pretty sure they said they're coming back. Gotcha. I remember. All right, fair enough. But yeah, so Danny Ange says that uh, was nothing about their talent. It's just that they did not, the front office did not believe that they meshed. The whole team meshed well. Alright. Um, next, newly acquired forward for the Celtics, Danilo Gallinari, is out for the year after tearing his ACL. Oof. Yeah, uh, this happened, I forget where it happened, I think just like an open gym or something. Mm -hmm. Originally, I thought he just tore his meniscus and he was going to miss the beginning of the season, but turns out after further review, uh, the rolling on the field is reversed. He actually had an ACL tear on top of the meniscus, and that's an all-year thing. Uh, that's tough when that happens, like, in the, mm -hmm. in the workouts like that. Yeah. And this one did happen also, like, two weeks ago, right mm -hmm. after the uh, Donovan Mitchell thing. Gotcha. Um, Lonzo Ball is likely going to miss the beginning of the season with his injury. I forget what it was. It was some kind of surgery. Okay. I want to say, like, foot? I don't remember. Anyway, next, uh, Philly has signed Montrez Harrell to a two-year deal. Okay. Just adding more depth. They just love the big guys. That's a contender move right there. Yeah. yeah. They just love big guys. Um, apparently, despite the rumors, it seems that Russ may not actually leave the Lakers and actually play with Papev. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're like best friends now. So. Yeah, so um, I think this because obviously Pat Beverly recently came out and said he's super excited to play with Russ. And since originally I thought it was a joke, I literally read the quote. I was like, that's, that has to be him like, making fun of him. <laughs> um, I actually went and like, looked at the whole thing, and it said, I haven't had an explosive guard like Russell play with it defensively and offensively. Explosive is as many blows up the whole court. Yeah. <laughs> he blows up your whole system offensively. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, he's yeah. He's just like, doing word play. And he's like, no, yeah, it's great. Like, he's yeah, he still, could be, he still could be fucking up the world. Yeah, he blew up their whole team last year. <laughs> yeah. Now they got me. <laughs> yeah, they, they, he could be fucking with everyone still, but because I don't know how the how the salary cap works, because like he makes way too much money. Yeah, he really does. Like I don't know how you can financially have this team mm -hmm. and still. I don't yeah, know. somebody somebody but doing if, some illegal shit. Definitely, but if 
Pat Beverly's being honest and being genuine, I think that, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, stay tuned. I mean, I, I, somewhere deep down, I still kind of believe in Russ. Eh. Somewhere deep down. I think I'm out on him winning a title, unless he's on this team. Yeah, I mean, I think he's very good still, so if he just gets, if you just harness his athleticism Mm -hmm. in the way you're supposed to, and not me ball on a team not where you're the guy, then I think he could have definitely have... If he could just average like 14 points, 8 rebounds, 9 assists a yeah, game, that's exactly what Russ needs to do. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's good defensively too. Be a Pat Bev too. Like, that'd be a really good team. Um, ooh, another thing about the Knicks. Ready? Yeah. Uh, media clown... Jeff Van Gundy mm-hmm. says that he doesn't think the Knicks are, quote, even close to a lock for an NBA playing game. I think this is ridiculous. Um, the fact is, he said not even close yeah, to... Yeah, I mean, not even close. I mean, what? There's 14 teams in each, uh, each conference? Yeah, he, he thinks the Knicks are going to be able to... 10 seed. <laughs> yeah, he's literally thinking uh, there's... I feel like 14 still close to 10. There's 15. There's 15 teams. <laughs> oh, there's 15 teams. Okay. So five teams don't make it, and he thinks the Knicks are a lot for one of the teams not to make it. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think as long as they're not 13th or worse, they're fine. I mean, this team they're in the run this team the made the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think And they added Jalen Brunson. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they'll be, like, very low, below average. They're going to be a playing game. Yeah, they'll be, like, 8, 9, 10, something like that. Yeah, but the fact that they it's not even close mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. just ridiculous. But Van Gundy's a clown anyway. Yeah, he's a fuck. He's a clown. Um... Steph Curry, recently there's been, like, with the, all the uh, KD rumors that aren't a thing anymore, but, like, when they were happening, um, they there's rumors that he might go back to Golden State, and after months of it already being, like, all right, KD staying in New York, mm-hmm. um, Steph spoke about KD coming back to Golden State, saying, <laughs> I was never hesitant about it. I think KD's a really good dude. I think he just misunderstood. I think he has had a certain things happen to him in his life, and his life, ability to trust people when around him. All these things I understand, having to play with him and got to know him. I love that dude. Basically saying he would love it if KD ever came back, decided to come back. All right. So KD's going to be, after this doesn't work, he can be requesting a trade to Golden State. We'll see. We'll see. Definitely. I'll probably hate it. Definitely going to get back <laughs> to hating him again. Um, two more things. Over the weekend, Anthony Edwards, Anthony Edwards has apologized for his anti-gay social media post over the weekend. Did you see this? Oh, uh, no, I did not. What did he say? On a story. I, I'll, I'm going to say say it. I don't think it's that Was it related offensive. to the <laughs> No. It was, he's in a car, in an Instagram story. He's zoomed in. There's a group of gay guys, obviously gay, by the way. They were dressed. They, they were definitely super feminine. Yeah. And he said, look at these queer-ass N-words. Oh, that's bad. And put it on oh, his that's, story. That's very bad. Yeah. Oh, man. You can't do that. That's bad. Oh, you can't just berate gay people on the... Yeah, that's like that's like something where if you go to your lawyer, you're like, hey, can you help me out? It's like, dude. Like, so, one thing I... You fucked up. People were saying <laughs> mad that he said... He called him, like, queer. I, that's not... Queer's not a offensive word. But the fact that you use it in an offensive way, it is. Yeah, exactly. So, that's why I... I, I don't think... The, yeah, that's why, about, I, that's why about, I said it. Yeah, it's all about the implication there. Yeah, he was just roasting a group of gay guys, just minding their own business on the side of the road. That's yeah. fucked up. Um, because of it, the the Timberwolves had to come out and uh, basically yeah. say they're they're not they're not with Anthony Edwards here. Um, 
that's Everybody's very. Everybody's got to say their case, you know. Yeah, and then Anthony Edwards actually did go on Twitter and apologize. Quote: "What I said was immature, hurtful, and disrespectful. And I'm incredibly sorry. It's unacceptable for me or anyone to use that language in such a hurtful way. There's no excuse for it at all. I was raised better than that." Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Anthony Edwards almost got canceled. He'll probably get a fine and like not be able to play a pre a preseason game or something. Um, I I can see him as being fined. Probably fine because you mm-hmm. can't play a preseason game. Does nothing. Does nothing for you. And uh, lastly, um, kind of a follow up to a story we had last season. The Suns, Phoenix Suns owner, um, had apparently had a toxic workplace. Used N word a few times. Mm-hmm. Was like being misogynistic, sexist, sexist yeah. being a, a piece of shit in the office. Mm-hmm. Finally got suspended. His uh. Punishment from the NBA, he got a one-year suspension and a $10 million fine. Yeah. Um, the league basically came out. A lot of people were saying you should just take his team away like they did for Donald Sterling. Mm-hmm. But the league came out and said I didn't. we didn't think it was on the same level as Donald Sterling, which I kind of, it might be. It probably would, was. Um, and Chris Paul came out and said he disagrees with the league's decision on that. It should have been more. If you're not going to take his team away, it should have been more than that. Wow. <laughs> so his own players like oh, fuck yeah. off. Yeah. Well, it's also it's his play, it's his team, but I it's also um probably like, yeah, if I, he's if also the, army, I'm retired. He's so. also like the like the president of like the MVP. Yeah, true, yeah. So like, he has to say something on that behalf. But true, true. Yeah, he, kind of funny, yeah, he basically disagrees with the league's decision, thought it should be more and the league was just saying it's not as bad as Donald Sterling's situation, so like whatever. But at the same time, Donald Sterling got his situation was used as being racist. And apparently this guy said the N-word a lot, too. So he's also being racist. Mm-hmm. So I don't get it. On top of, like, sexual workplace harassment. Yeah, I just... I don't know. Maybe because Magic was involved with Donald Sterling's. Magic? Wasn't he involved with it? Um, Wasn't, like, the voicemail left about Magic? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Sucking dick. Yeah, yeah, Sucking something like that. Yeah, N-word like, dick or something like that. And honestly, I feel like the only reason they didn't do all that stuff was because there was no... Wasn't there no audio evidence or anything? Or did they have of something Star- Of Sarver? Yeah. Um, no, it was just all accounts. That's, that's all it is right That's there. probably that's it, That's the yeah. differential, yeah. If they would have had one voicemail... Yeah, it's like, it was like Donald Sterling like, threatening his girlfriend and said, you better not be sucking his N-word yeah. cock or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, Donald Trump was bad. That's what that's what did it. If they had video evidence or anything like you know, I love any, that any any type of tangible evidence mm-hmm. on the guy, then it would have been like Donald Sterling's. Yeah, I I uh, I do love. Oh my god, special guest appearance, dude, perfect. <laughs> this is stupid. Yeah, um, there's football on Amazon Prime. Big thumbs down for me. Big thumbs down. Uh, but was uh, was oh one of the all time clips for. Uh, Donald Sterling is when he's on with Anderson Cooper Mm-mm. and he says like a big Magic Johnson what has he ever done and Anderson <laughs> Cooper starts saying he will, he's an entrepreneur he's a successful basketball player and as he's listing off everything Magic AIDS. Johnson does he sounds like well he has AIDS <laughs> Donald Sterling it's a all time clip all time clip oh man um, but alright that's all I got for NBA alright crazy st- I still can't get over the fact that Donald Mitchell broke as we were recording right now I, I can't believe the Knicks just fumbled the bag like that. But all right, let's let's get into NFL. No, I honestly go can't believe that it happened well, after we decided to. I thought we gave up the bit. No, no, I'm saying I'm saying in real life. Bit aside, oh. it happened 
as I, uh, I maybe two minutes after I posted the uh, that week's podcast. <laughs> I was I, I was it was that soon after, but yeah. it was mid afternoon Friday. I posted it in the morning. Ah, uh, that's tough. That's uh, tough. And I I was debating. I'm not even kidding. I was debating on taking it down, going home, recording over <laughs> the beginning, and just saying. Uh, All right. That's <laughs> cr- crazy. I have to say because we're not going to be on for two weeks, but mm-hmm. I didn't. I should have. Go All ahead. right. NFL week one is in the books. I don't know why you just started to go into it. Oh, we are? Oh, we do We do stop there. I forgot. Sorry, it's been a while since we did NFL. Yeah, well, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping this all in. All right. So take it over to NFL. NFL. Yeah, take it over to NFL. <laughs> Talking dirty. All right, and let's get into the NFL segment. I love that damn intro. Yes. Oh. Um, yeah, she, she's the real talent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, week one is in the books, and we got the week one recap here. Starting off with a Thursday night game, the Bills versus the Rams. The Bills came to play, the Rams did not. Matt Stafford was playing with uh, apparent shoulder injury that looked like it was lingering a little bit more than they let on pre- in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam Akers, he was at the game but didn't step on the field at all, did absolutely nothing. Told you not to play him. Good move there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I mean, the Bills, they just look like they're a Super Bowl winner and contender, and the Rams just look like... I don't think it's the end-all, be-all for the Rams. Like I said, like Matt Stafford was dealing with injuries, and Cam Akers, that, that one might be more lingering, the Cam Akers situation. But, I mean, they'll be okay, I think. It's just a bad first-week loss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also, um, I also before, before I send it to you, I was just going to say, I love how another typical in, in sports fashion where after the game you realize there was a perfect opportunity to bet money, where Ian McKenzie... When he got his touchdown catch, he went to the camera and did the gender reveal for the baby, for his so like, cool. sister's baby. It's yeah. like, fuck, I would have bet him for a touchdown. Like, goddamn it. Where was yeah, that? I would have bet him for sure if I knew <laughs> yeah. that was happening. Like, where is that information in the fucking pregame? I know, I know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. So, what, what were you um, doing Josh Allen, beast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, he had 56 yards rushing, a touchdown rushing. Yeah, he's slinging Almost 300 yards passing. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had our fantasy group league we're in, mm. Josh Allen and Cooper Cup. Yeah. So they both yeah. scored like 40 points, mm-hmm. and I have my my week one after Thursday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Oh, another thing, too, speaking of the Rams receivers, is, is Matt Stafford racist? He's only throws Cooper Cup and not that <laughs> Allen Robinson. And Higby. So and I'm looking Higby. at so I'm looking at the most the most yards catching receiving is two white guys. <laughs> It's, it's, it's definitely red flag worthy. Yeah. It's definitely like, hey, we need, we need to check on this. Like, let's hear targets, right? <laughs> targets you got. <laughs> you got twenty six targets for the white guys, combined. Those two, right? Twenty six. You have fourteen for, the, for everybody else. Oh, oh man. One, two, th- four black guys. Yeah. Two white guys. Two white guys out. Target. That's, that's tough. They almost double it. <laughs> that's tough for uh, Allen Robinson owners, but um, we both Very. got the Bills, so we both got that point. Um, yeah. Anything else from Thursday night, though? No, I'm just happy to see. Uh, I never like drafting quarterbacks high in fantasy. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think it's ways. I think you can get 20 points out of a guy. You can get practically a off waivers at the end. Mm-hmm. However, this year I decided to go Josh Allen in one league and Patrick Mahomes in the other league. Yeah. And they both just did not disappoint. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, I should yeah, do this every year. I, I, I think I got Josh Allen in the fourth <laughs> or fifth round of my mm-hmm. one league. Our league. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And then Patrick Mahomes I got like fifth or sixth round. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People were just staying away from this year for some reason. Yeah. I, I, I can understand Patrick Mahomes a little bit, but Josh Allen I, I, I agree with drafting higher. Oh, yeah, and I... I had to because I bet him MVP before the season started. So, I sure, so you got the other investments. I, yeah, I just need to ride with him. Yeah. Um, so into the Sunday matchup, starting at the 1 o'clock games. The Eagles versus the Lions. The Eagles started off immensely hot. They led like 38 to something at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was bad defense or just like, eh, we're going to win this game so we're not going to care anymore. But the Lions actually started to make a comeback, and they ended it final score 38 to 35. Um, wasn't there like a questionable thing where like Dan Campbell like kicked, did an onside kick with like he did <laughs> he a and, random one and I, I heard I heard I think uh, someone from my take say mm. good point like hey listen Dan you don't have to play every game like it's like the yeah. only game we're gonna win all year <laughs> yeah. like like play it smart a little bit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um it's a bad look for Dan Campbell but very but he, he the just Eagles look great he just cares AJ yeah. Brown looks phenomenal AJ Brown looks like a phenomenal move for uh to get on their offensive squad Absolutely. also their running game was not stagnant at all everybody I think every running back on their roster had a touchdown yeah actually so I'm looking <laughs> at rushing right now mm-hmm. we have Miles Sanders with the rushing touchdown Jalen Hurts with the rushing touchdown Gainwell with the touchdown Boston Scott with the touchdown. yeah that's insane yeah, so even the quarterback rush one. Yeah. So, um, on the other side too, DeAndre Swift had a really good game too. DeAndre Swift looked good. Amaron St. Brown also had that nice touchdown catch as well. Very nice. So it's looking good for like the people you expect for the Lions. So that's all you can really ask for. The Lions, I think the Lions are gonna be good in a few years. I think. Yeah, I mean they're getting. They're there. trending upwards. Like, once, they're young once players. They, once they upgrade from Goff, yeah. With next 100%. draft, they'll probably, next draft probably they'll probably have a high draft pick again. They'll probably get a quarterback mm-hmm. and a couple linemen. Like yeah. Like, they're set, like, on defense, too. Their defense obviously kind of sucked against the Eagles for there for a little second there, but it was... Yeah. We both had the Eagles, fine. so we both got that point. The next game, the Browns versus the Panthers, the uh, revenge game for the for Baker Mayfield. Uh, he came up short. The Panthers lost 26-24. to um, It was, like, a last-second field goal. I mean, it was a tight game, like, through and through. Mm-hmm. Both these teams are bad. And it was just entertaining because of the whole Baker Mayfield situation. Yeah, which we will get to later. Yeah, okay. We'll table that a little yeah, bit. Um, segments. Anything else with the Browns? I don't think there were. No, it's just Baker stuff. I'll have to talk about yeah. later. All right. Um, next game, the 49ers versus the Bears. The Bears actually won 19-10. to 10. It was a crazy weather game. The entire Soldier Field was fucked. It was just covered in. It was like it was like the Mon Wharf yeah. after a slight drizzle. Yeah, it was <laughs> uh, made an all-time GIF, mm-hmm. an all-time video. Yeah, well, after they won, um, no, it was bad. I mean, I've I've played in a team a field like that in rugby before. It's yeah, bad. It's, yeah. Soldier Field is a mess. Soldier Field is a mess. Aren't, aren't they getting a new stadium or like moving? The, the uh, a lot of fans are trying to get that. So mm-hmm. the they Bears are the only team in the league that don't own their stadium. Oh yeah, okay. Okay. They, I think, they, we were, I think they, we did discuss. They that. have a lease through the whoever owns Soldier Field. <laughs> they pay rent to the landlord. <laughs> yeah, and so it sucks because like where most teams they own the field, mm-hmm. they will make repairs, they'll do renovations. Yeah. This team, this bears that out. Yeah, their land. It's a slumlord. 
It's a literal slumlord that owns Soldier Field. Um, Justin Fields was like very mid. Uh, Montgomery was kind of mid as well, mm-hmm. but like not too bad where it's like unbearable. Um, Check out the stats. What else? Um, I think he voted okay. Uh, Cedar, uh, 15. Who? Dave Montgomery fancy. 24 rushing yards. No, sorry. 24 receiving yards. Three catches right there. That's five and a half. Uh, plus another two and a half, which is eight. And then no touchdowns, but that's like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, classic Dave Montgomery fashion. Um, on the 49ers side of the ball, Trey Lance did not look good. He looked bad. He looked bad, which, I mean, you could say the weather, so, like, you take it with a grain of salt, uh, salt but mm. I don't know. Um, let's we'll stay tuned on Trey Lance. I'm not, I'm not sold on him. I don't think you were at the start of the season. I'm not. I, so. I, I see, why is he, oh, excuse me. Mm. I'm not out on him as, like, Long term, I say I'm out on him now. I think he's more of a pet project. You need true, to, true. You know, okay. I, I can agree with that. Like I thought, I think as long as it, I think they should have Jimmy G do the his entire mm-hmm. contract, and then yeah. then Trey Lance gets a chance. I think they're rushing Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. We both had the 49ers, so we missed that point. Anything else from that game? Um, no, but like I said, all time visual of mm-hmm. the Justin Fields, the rest of the Bears sliding in the end zone. Then the next game, uh, the Commanders and the Jaguars. So uh, a little bit of a back and forth as well. The Jaguars were up at first. The Commanders came back towards the end. Uh, the Commanders won 28-22. Carson Wentz got the big FU over his former coach, Doug Peterson. Mm-hmm. Um, Carson Wentz actually didn't look bad at the end of that game. I don't think so either. I think Carson Wentz He's like Wentz four, great... four touchdowns, two picks, and 300-some yards. Yeah, look. Like he's in like the top passing leader category now. He's like in the top ten, I think. It's crazy. 313, four <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crazy, dude. Crazy. I don't know if it was a revenge game situation or if it was more, this is Carson Wentz now. But Comeback player of the year. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe comeback player of the year. Put a pin in that one. No, another Washington commander is going to win it. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Brian yeah, Robinson. Robinson. Um, for the Jaguar situation, I mean, Trevor Lawrence didn't look too terrible. I think he did. He looked pretty good. I mean, okay. I mean, well, I, he, so I he heard had, mixed reviews. So he 50% passing around that. Not mm-hmm. great. Uh, a little bit less than that. Yeah. Um, one interception, one passed. But, like, I feel like he just was not afraid. He threw the ball 42 times. Where in the, I think it, it's yeah. just, I think you just got to get your confidence going. You got to get in the, the flow of things. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're that young of a quarterback, I don't think I feel like he didn't throw as much times. last year. I think yeah. the fact that the coach, the, uh, Doug Peterson wants him to throw as much as he is, mm-hmm. I think he's going to, it's going to make him. Get into the swing of things faster. Yeah. Um, Travis Etienne looked pretty good in moments, and uh, James Robinson also like got some touchdowns. So both those at fantasy owners are happy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else with this game? Um, no, just I won. The yeah, point. you had the Commanders. I had the Jaguars. You got the point. Yeah, actually, fun fact, gambling fact. I uh, I parlayed. I did a lot. I parlayed all my teams. I uh, I picked the opposite of you besides the Steelers, <laughs> and I won those three. So I won like. Uh, 50 bucks off of it. At least you went money off of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next game, the Dolphins versus the Patriots. Uh, Tua looked pretty decent. Tua and um, all. 20 to 7, uh, Dolphins win. Um, Tyreek Hill looked good with Tua at times. Mm-hmm. There was a couple of moments with Tua that looked pretty bad. Did you see his post-game interview? I did not. Uh, he came out and he was like, like, he was like, I guess he was asked a question on like, you know, like why is it why why does sometimes he has some bad throws? He's like, well, 
I'm not. He's like, I'm not very tall, so like, if I can't see my receiver, I don't throw to them. But whenever, so they they have to make they have to be seen by me, so they have to like kind of get around the line, like the wide receivers to be able to. Oh no. Yeah, it was just like a very bad thing to say. And all I saw the comment was was this man's four zero against Belichick. <laughs> oh, oh no. Um, oh, that's funny. But no, I mean, at the end of the day, like the Dolphins, they definitely looked like a. Uh, they at least got out of their woes against the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. I mean, yeah. I, I, I had to. It does good. I'm. I don't hate the Dolphins. I, I do Dolphins love. Either. I do love the uh, Waddle celebration. Though. Yeah, it's a great. It's an elite celebration. Um, yeah, th- that's the kind of dance where if you get the whole stadium involved with that, it's it's sick. Yeah. Um, Mac Jones. I don't know. Thankfully. Yeah, I, I don't think he's the answer for him. I don't know. We'll have to see how he plays out the rest of the year, but that was a very bad start. And, like, that's a team you could beat. Like, he just looked abysmal against that Miami Dolphin defense. Uh, the running backs really didn't pan out much for the Patriots either. And, yeah. you know, since Mac Jones stunk, the receivers stunk. So it's really just an abysmal offense and a subpar defense that is making the squad go right now. They're going to be, uh, they're going to be, it's definitely going to be a nice few years of the Patriots stinking. And I'm excited for that. I'm very excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you had the Dolphins, I had the Patriots, so you got that point as well. Yes, sir. The next game. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, the Ravens versus the Jets. I mean, this was expected. I didn't watch a second of this game. Yeah, it was I mean, on. the Ravens won 24 to, to 9. Um, I mean, they didn't start Zach Wilson because he had that dog in him. So Joe Flacco got the start for the Jets. And he, I mean, Joe Flacco is Joe Flacco. You're not going to win many games with him. Um the Ravens, I mean, so for the Ravens, like, Lamar Jackson was throwing some pretty nice dimes to uh, this Devin Dunleavy or something like that is his name. Um, Duvernay? Duvernay, Duvernay, yeah. that's it, yeah. Um, yeah, I was, like, very impressed with the throws for Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson might be uh, pushing for this MVP race a little bit. I think because of him not getting the money, which we'll kind of get into a little bit later, but I think he's going to be really, like, balling out for a paycheck kind of thing. Yeah. And I don't like the Ravens, but, you know, I'm just saying from an unbiased standpoint, I think he will have a very good year. Um, but, yeah, we expected this Jets versus Ravens that the Ravens are going to win. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, mm-hmm. I, I, we watched uh, uh, the Steeler game and we watched, like, Red Zone. And they mm-hmm. barely showed us in Red Zone. They only showed the glimpses whenever Lamar scored. For the Jets, uh, good news for the Jets, Sauce Gardner looked like an absolute unit. Mm-hmm. Um. So, there was, like, two big touchdowns, but, like, Sauce Gardner was nowhere near uh, Duvernay whenever those happened, so it wasn't, like, that big of a loss. Um, I think he only allowed, like, three passes whenever he was in direct coverage. He's a dog. And with him as a rookie and doing that shit, I'm, I'm happy. I mean, the Patriots don't have anything, like, wide receiver-wise to, like, you know, boast about, but mm-hmm. it's a good start. It's a good start. Definitely. Without a doubt. Um, we both had the Ravens. We both got that point. On to the next game, the Saints versus the Falcons. And the Falcons choked again. The Falcons lost 26-27 to to the crackhead Saints. Crackhead team. Yeah, crackhead team. I mean, new new team members, same team. Um, I mean, with the Falcons, I mean, Cordero Patterson looked good. I did not think he'd look good. That's my L there. Bad. But, um... He's, he still was, like, doing his thing that he was doing last year, just, like, getting some touchdowns and some frisky plays. Um, oh, fuck my Cornos. God damn it. Okay. Um, what else? The Saints, your boy Michael Thomas, balled out two touchdowns. 
Can you guard him? No, no, you can't. You can't guard Mike, baby. At least when you're the Falcons, you can't guard him. No. <laughs> no, you cannot guard uh, Drake, him. Drake London didn't look too bad on the Falcons' side of the ball. I don't know. There wasn't really much with this game. Jarvis Landry looked good. Yeah, Jarvis Landry looked good. Jameis looked good. Like, the Saints look like they're, like, definitely reputable in terms of, like, a powerhouse, but... Not a powerhouse, but playoff team. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Anything else with this game? Uh, no, it's can't guard Mike. All right, we both had the Saints, both got that point. Next game, the Lurs. Here we go. The Lurs. Here we go. Pittsburgh's going to the Super Bowl. Are you going to take back your uh, Steelers not in the playoff race? No. Take? No. I'm, I am going to abide by the Steelers curse for the year. I mean, you got to take it back. What do you mean? <laughs> What do you mean what I mean? They just beat the uh, rating AFC champions. Now no. we're AFC champions. It all works. No, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lose the point. I only got seven points, bud. Okay. No, just... I'm not saying lose the point. I'm saying you gotta take you gotta take away you gotta uh, correct your uh, stupid uh preseason blog. Oh, oh, that's what you're talking about. Okay. Um What, that they're gonna be a playoff team? Yeah. Okay, fine, fuck it. Put them in the contenders. I'll go and edit it. I'll edit it for you. <laughs> Say the word, I'll edit it. Just put edit colon the Steelers beat the Bengals in week one. So <laughs> now let's put them where they deserve to be. Tender. <laughs> um, this game was I mean, the most. I, I probably never experienced so many emotions while watching a football game. Oh, I forgot about this aspect. This podcast was almost over. Yeah, this podcast was almost over at one point because Captain Jinx, aka me. Um, Almost jinx the Steelers because I said, fuck, you're going to get the Steelers pick and the Steeler curse is going to be a thing. When we were up like by two scores, and then Ryan was like, don't you jinx it. And then boom. I think I just, Bengals, I think I just replied, shut up. Then it was like, boom, the Bengals scored to tie the game and it was the PAT. And then fucking Minka Fitzpatrick comes out of nowhere, blocks the PAT, sends it to overtime. And then we're just like in a bout of like, oh God, is the podcast going to be over or not? And then we finally, after like three missed kicks, ding a field goal to win the game. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Megan um, Fitzpatrick, Defensive Player of the Year. I'm calling it now. Absolutely. I mean, the guy had a pick six. He had the block PAT to send the game to overtime. And probably a lot of tackles and, you know, good coverage. Oh, he was, he was all, he's just he was all talking shit the, the entire time, too. Yeah. Uh, I love the picture that came out after the game of Jamar Chase flicking off Minka Fitzpatrick. That's an elite. That's like a phone in the background. That's like a lock screen yeah. damage right there. Um, yeah, I also love how Joe Mixon gave him the you're, you're too small mm-hmm. thing, and then he immediately just like fucked him the next play. Yeah, dude. Minka, Minka was balling. He was balling. Um, Very much so. For the Bengals side of the ball, I mean, Joe Burrow looked abysmal, but at the same time, I think it was just because he didn't really practice in the preseason. Uh, he did ball out like towards the Four end. Four interceptions and a fumble. Yeah. Yeah, sucks. Sucks. Um, he but sucks. he did. He did bounce back at the end of the game. Like, he sucks. Okay. Okay. We're gonna put a pin on Joe. <laughs> okay. Here. Okay. Um, you had the Steelers. I had the Bengals. So you got that point. Anything else from the Lurs? Um, TJ Watt, which we we'll get to probably. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to. Uh, we'll get we'll get to that later. But besides what we're gonna get to, mm. he was amazing. Yeah, yeah, the interception he had was insane. Dude, I was like, I was watching the game. I was like, another pick, like Jesus Christ, dude. TJ Wall was a mm-hmm. beast. Yeah, honestly, fucking, uh, what's his name, Sutton? 
Yeah. He had two picks, didn't he? One got called back in the flag. Oh, one called called back. Okay. It was yeah. a it was a bullshit call. It was like yeah, pass interference, yeah, but it was that. it was like it, it probably shouldn't have been. It probably could have mm-hmm. not called it pass interference and been fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So he did really good. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. But anything else for the Larsa? Um. Um. Deontay Johnson's catch was sick. And Chase Claypool's. Chase Claypool's catch was sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, our offensive line sucks. That's so bad. Uh, it's awful. Uh, Mitch did what he best he could, but I'd like to see Kenny. <laughs> um, You're already starting the Kenny talk. Well, dude, we had five turnovers. We <laughs> got like ten we points. Barely off escaped him. that. <laughs> we got ten points of a five turnovers. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. just ridiculous. I think also, it's because our offensive line sucks. It's not because Mitch sucks. If we had a good offensive line, Mitch would be fine. I just think Kenny has a better like pocket collapsing presence where I can make something happen over Mitch. Yeah. Another thing that kind of PO'd me, but I yeah. understand why they did it, but, like, we were, like, just running the ball, trying to, like, bust down the clock. Like, we were we were expecting the punt. Yeah. And they had Najee Harrison, and that was where he got hurt. Oh, like, yeah. which is fine now, but, like, why, why are we running him when we're just trying to, like, get some yards and punt? I yeah. Know. I mean, I get it, but, like, I don't at the same time. Yeah. That's, it seems like a stupid, stupid way for him to stupid. get hurt. Very yeah. stupid. Also, it I is remembered. one of those hindsight things, though. Yeah, it is hindsight. It's funny. Two more things. Uh, one, that one sweet flea flicker play we had was mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. And two, uh, we didn't win this game. The Bengals bungled the game. Yeah. There was multiple bungles mm-hmm. by the bungles. Um, the long snappers six bungles. <laughs> yeah, dude, the long snappers couldn't do anything. Evan McPherson fucking missed a field goal in overtime to win, which we'll get into that later too. But um, also, how about? Zach Taylor not calling or punting the ball with like 15 seconds left on the play clock, which gave us just enough time to come back and win. Yeah. Like that was an all time bungle. Yeah, Mike Williams has 12 points. Sorry. I'm just, yeah. But yeah, that's an all time bungle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But all right. All right. Next game the Colts versus the Texans. It was the Houston. We have a spread pick. Uh, you had the Colts less than 14 points. I had the Colts more than 14 points. Uh, tie game though. Jonathan Taylor looked like Jonathan Taylor, so that was good. Um, Pittman and Matt Ryan looked like they were connecting a lot, like so. That's also very good for the uh, Colts fans out there. But tying with the Texans, dude, that is. I did not think we'd have our first tie of the year in Week One. Like, I did not expect. Not that. expect that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't really know what else with this game. I mean, like the Colts definitely should have won this. I don't know who to blame in this though, honestly. I mean, the Colts did come back in the fourth quarter. That's where they scored all their points to tie the game. But um, for the Texans side of the ball, I mean, Davis Mills, like, looked pretty serviceable. Um, Rex Burkhead ended up taking more of the carries from Damian Pierce, but it looks like Damian Pierce will be stepping up soon. O.J. Howard came in with uh, two catches for two touchdowns. But I don't know what to think about this team. Every single team that we thought was going to be, like, the worst team in the year when we debate that for the, you know, the spread pick, we were like the Texans, the Bears, the Jaguars – Commanders, like all these teams, and like pretty much all of them won. Like the Giants, yeah. Like it was just like crazy to me. But every team, we literally every team we tried to, yeah. To, to, like to at least it. the top three. Like we were top three were Texans, Seahawks, and Bears. Yeah, and they all won or tied in the Texans situation. Yeah, but so, like, for the Texans, a tie I don't in think this they're game gonna, is a win. Yeah, and I don't think they're gonna be like good the rest of the year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I still think they're gonna be booty cheeks. Um, anything else from this game? No, I, mean, I don't really know what else. I didn't really watch this game much. 
Um, I didn't watch it at all, really, because it wasn't mm-hmm. on Red Zone as often. Yeah. And, like, I mean, like, so, like, yeah, like I said, I, I try to watch everything, but it's hard, so I always watch Red Zone, so I don't see okay. everything. Um, all right, next up, the 425 games. Leading off with the Chiefs and the Cardinals. Um, so, the Chiefs won. Uh, what was it? Fucking, that I had the quotes pulled up. Chiefs won 44-21. Yeah. Just a blowout victory. Travis Kelsey, I think, had two touchdowns, maybe. Patrick Mahomes had five touchdowns through the air. Um, None rushing, which I did bet him to score, which is fucking bullshit. I feel like if you if you bet one rushing touchdown, he throws for like five or six. Yeah, there should be some guys. just like count. There should be some guy transfer program (laughs) there. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I... I don't know what to say about the Cardinals, but I did see a thing where whenever it's double XP weekend in Call of Duty, Kyler Murray is 0 47. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. That is insane. Oh, man. Um, I, I, I wouldn't say. I, I think this definitely takes Cardinals out of the contender category um, for sure. Sorry, what? I think this definitely takes the Cardinals out of like the Super Bowl contention yes. category. Uh, unless they really turn it around, but I, I mean, granted they don't have Hopkins, but still, um, I think and no JJ Watt in the line right now. He's mm-hmm. gonna miss a few games. Yeah, I think, I think that was more of a wasn't prepared week one mm-hmm. than it is like anything else. I don't think they're contenders. I don't think they were gonna be. I if I had to make the groupings, I, I, I don't think you did, but I wouldn't put in the contenders. I, I didn't put them in the contenders, but like yeah. if I did, I oh my god. That was that's just obviously pass interference. Okay. There's no one nearby. Um man, anything else with the Chiefs and Cardinals? Um I mean Patrick Mahomes will be a Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um next up And I also like how yeah. Clyde was used pretty well because I do have him on fantasy mm-hmm. league. Yeah, Clyde was used pretty well. Yeah. Next up, another crazy upset. The Giants beat the Titans twenty one to twenty. Um Saquon Barkley Killed it with a buck sixty four on the ground and a touchdown. He also had a few nice catches as well. Um, that was really it. I mean, Sterling Shepard had two catches and a touchdown, but it was really just like one breakaway touchdown. But it was really just Saquon Barkley, and the Titans just didn't have an answer, offensively or defensively, to stop the Giants. Um, Danny Dimes surprisingly seventeen for twenty one. Yeah, it's a little bit interesting. Um, it's not bad. Derrick Henry only Dude, 18 I think, yards on 21 carries, but he's more of an end of the season running back, anyways. But mm-hmm. um, um, yeah, De- uh, Danny Dimes, I think he has glimpses of like, hey, he's gonna be a good quarterback. Mm. And then he just immediately throws it on the <laughs> immediately <laughs> for something stupid. Yeah. Um, I mean the Titans are. I mean the Titans are gonna be good. I it, the AC South is gonna be so bad. Yeah, the Colts, I mean, the Colts Unless the even. Colts, like, really turn around, but, like, I don't know, man. This might be, like, the NFC East, like, two years or three years ago. Wow. The Colts win. Like, this like, might be, like, an under 500 team in eight, the playoffs. 8-9. Kind of yeah. 8-9 team. Honestly. Honestly. That's it. Um, anything else from this one? We both had the Titans at the point. Sorry, 8-8-1 eight, eight team. Oh, yeah, 8-8-1. Eight, eight it's crazy. Um, next up, the... Vikings versus the Packers. You had the Vikings, I had the Packers, and the Vikings won 20, 23 to seven. Justin Jefferson uh, won. Justin Jefferson won. What do you have? Like one hundred eighty-two yards oh, receiving. Yeah. It's crazy. Justin Jefferson is an absolute freak of nature. Um, best receiver in the NFL. Don't at me. 
split out. So, I mean, I, I think this is if more... If I swear to God, I'll come there and kick your ass. Um, Ray, I think Ray this Ford. is another thing. Like, Have you seen the stat bouncing around? Like, Every quarterback that didn't practice in the preseason, they were like two for ten. Yeah. Like, and Aaron Rodgers was one of them. Um, Joe Burrow was one of them. And it's kind of crazy if he did, that he didn't practice in the preseason considering he has all like rookie receivers for the most part. He should have just so he can get used to yeah, it. Just yeah, just, just for them more so yeah. than him. You know what I mean? And, like, he's redshirted. No one's going to fucking tackle him. Like, yeah. Just go to practice, bud. Yeah. Um, um, real quick, Justin Jefferson, 184 yards mm-hmm. receiving, two touchdowns. two touchdowns. Yeah. You guys are monster. Love him. Stand by him. What is that, 27 plus? Dalvin Cook also looked good on the ground. Kirk Cousins looked good, but that was mainly because of the inflated stats from Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there were points where, like, the Packers' defense was just, like, had their head on a swivel. They could not guard him. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson's a piece. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I think the Packers will be okay. I think it was just a week one wash. It just sucks as to the Vikings, a divisional opponent. But uh, this could be big for implications on who wins the NFC North. Absolutely. So, um, which I I, I I wish I bet on the Vikings too. Mm-hmm. Nice Tuddy. I wish this is someone I bet on, but nice. Is that Sky Moore? No, that's um, no, that's uh, Jarek McKinnon. Oh, McKinnon. I saw the NC. Um, is it Jarek? What's his first Jarek McKinnon, yeah. Jarek, yeah. All right, next up, the Chargers versus the Raiders. Uh, we both had the Chargers both got to that point because the Chargers won 24-19. to A um, little bit of a back-and-forth game, but the Chargers pulled out on top at the end. Derek Carr looked garbage. Yeah, Derek Carr looked bad. Devontae Adams looked good. Whoa, okay, I have to find the stats for this. Mm-hmm. He, like, tried to force feel. I, so, I, yeah, I think it was one of those, like, hey, man, like, we're going to get you looks, like, and Derek Carr's like, I can't keep up, man. Like, he targeted Devontae Adams 17 times. Mm-hmm. The next closest was De- uh, Waller for six. Jeez. Darren Waller. Yeah, they he, he, yeah, they got up in the offense a little bit more. If they do that, they can, you know, get better, but. Um, yeah, and he also needed Josh Jacobs to do better than he did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Herbert looked great. Six. Austin Eckler was very mid, but um, the Chargers' defense is really what shined for the for their team for this win this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack had five sacks together. Khalil Mack had three. Yeah, so Khalil that's great. That, that he hand is going right. He now. already sacked Patty Mahomes once. This really, game. I think Khalil, yeah. Khalil Mack's gonna have a nice like comeback player year too. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, I mean, so yeah, Khalil, Khalil Mack is always good on the Bears. Just they suck. Yeah, they suck. Now he's actually, really it, it's like you notice him more because it's for teams like for winning. Mm-hmm. Like the Bears, he can have like 10 sacks in a game, but no one's going to remember it because the Bears lost by 30. Where the Chargers, well, uh, it was a turning too point. Good either. Yeah, he did. Last year he didn't have, he wasn't good. Yeah. But yeah. he had, there was years in the Bears where he was like mm. insane. Yeah. Um, then next up, the Sunday night game, the Bucks versus the Cowboys. The very boring game. Uh, the Bucks won nineteen to three. Um, really, everybody looked shitty in this game, to me at least. It was so bad. Julio Jones is one of the shining stars. Yeah, that run he did for seventeen yards or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, Tom wait. Brady. I feel like full full step. Tom Brady. Like, wait, is Julio ball. Jones running the ball right now? Like, what is going on? I feel like you're talking about watches. Is Julio Jones doing something? He so he had two <laughs> rushes for seventeen yards. Or two rushes for seventeen. Yards. Uh, three three receptions for sixty nine yards. But like mm-hmm. those. Three for 69. So those were all like big plays. Mm-hmm. They were. They were. Yeah. Um, now, I, I have something very frustrating about this game. This game sucked. I didn't want to watch this game. Mm-hmm. But I bet on 
Mike Evans or Zeke Elliott to score the first touchdown. So I had to watch. Yeah. The first touchdown didn't happen until the third quarter. Mm-hmm. So I had to watch these, the game I didn't want to watch. I thought it was like, all right, just wait for the first touchdown and it's over. I had to wait until the third quarter. And Mike <laughs> Evans scored a sick one-handed grab. I was like, thank you so much. And then I turned it off. <laughs> then I didn't care about the rest of the game. I wanted to watch the first touchdown. Yeah. And I ended up watching most of the game. Man, I hit, though. Enough. I won. It was like five bucks to win like 30 or something like that. <laughs> This is um, nice. I needed it. Yeah, this is a real garbage game. Um, and I guess we'll just kind of skip ahead for injuries here. But Dak Prescott looked like shit, but it turns out he broke his thumb during the game. So, like, that kind of says mm-hmm. why. But I, I, hot take, I think the Cowboys should just fail and rebuild. Yeah, it's not a hot take at all. I mean, I'm just, I'm tired of this team. I'm tired of people, like, trying to tell me Zeke's going to be good. Like, CeeDee Lamb's the only good player on this offense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, Dak Prescott is a serviceable quarterback, but he's not the he's not a guy that deserves all the money he got. No, yeah. Especially because he's always hurt. When he plays, he's yeah. solid. When yeah, he plays, when he's he solid, plays, he's good. It's he, he, just he's like he's always, always hurt, hurt, so he's never playing. Yeah, and it's like... So it's dude, tough to say, hey, he deserves it whenever mm-hmm. you don't really have like, the sample size that's good. Yeah, I mean, this, this team's so bad. <laughs> this team's going to be... The, the NFC East is just going to be the Eagles show to me. Yeah, well... I think the Commanders played pretty Commanders. well. Commanders. Okay. I, if their I defense comes back. Good. I mean, Chase Young's still not playing. I mean, this this Cowboys team's looking at third or fourth in the NFC East, so. Yeah, definitely. Um, Absolutely. Anything else from this garbage-ass game, though? No, it's, I hated this game. Yeah, this game's terrible. This game, this game won me a lot of money because I've also been on the Bucks, but. Mm-hmm. Um, um, next up, Monday night. Prob- I think this is the biggest upset of the week. Um, the Seahawks won 17-16. to Against the Broncos and Russell Wilson, their former quarterback. Uh, Geno Smith looked like a fucking monster, dude. He like, did. He didn't have, like, amazing stats, but, like, he was accurate as fuck. And he made some big plays and big runs. He had to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Russell Wilson didn't look terrible. Uh, oh, I think, personally, I think he looked great. It's just he couldn't think it done what he needed to do. Yeah. He, had three, he threw for 340 yards, no interceptions. It just, mm-hmm. he only, in fact, he only had one touchdown was where... Yeah, where he sucked. The like biggest he problems Ooh. were yes. The yes. biggest problems were the uh, Broncos' defense could not stop for some reason the Seattle Seahawks' offense. Not at all. Number two, probably the bigger problem was the Broncos' red zone offense. Yeah, they were in the red zone, I think twice, and turned the ball over. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like Javante well, Williams' fumble went to the back of the end zone. Then he fumbled twice, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, no. There's someone else he fumbled, fumbled once. He fumbled someone else fumbled. And then a receiver fumbled yeah. for the Broncos. Yeah. Um, and then, I or no, maybe it was a pick. No, it wasn't a pick. It's because it, it wasn't looking at the picks. But, um, yeah, I mean, and then on top of all of that, <laughs> the end of this game and Nathaniel Hackett's, like, timeout. That was ridiculous. That was insane, dude. <laughs> like, you're trying to just kick a field goal. You have a pretty good kicker in Brian McManus. And... You're try you're 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 at a like sixty four yard field goal range, fourth and five, and you just refuse to call a timeout. So you just like huddle the line and you're just like trying to make them jump off sides, but they weren't even like trying to hike the ball at all. Like they were just dead silent and then they just call a timeout with the play clock is fire. Play yeah, that was the stupidest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um obviously we'll, you've probably seen it on Twitter, but I, we were watching the Manny cast. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was I, Manny I didn't literally Manny cast, but I saw it. He after, called yeah. time Manny did timeout sixty three times <laughs> yeah. like to himself like call time, 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 time. And he's kept doing like the T for the timeout. Like they counted sixty three times in the mm-hmm. time that it took him to snap the ball. Yeah. Or call like, the timeout. I can't believe that, dude. And and then like 
the biggest, like, I hate Nathaniel Hackett now. The yeah. biggest, like, scumbag move to me was at the end of the game. So after after they kicked the field goal and missed the field goal, okay, the Seahawks had the ball, oh, and they're like, we're just going to take knees to end this game. Well, Nathaniel Hackett says, fuck that. I have two timeouts left. I'm going to call them after each time you knee. So you're going to have to knee the ball three times just to end this fucking game. Yeah. But there's no way I can win unless you somehow fumble the ball on a quarterback kneel. Yeah. Which is never going to happen, even with Geno Smith behind the center. Yeah. Like, it was... I was watching that, and I was like, what a scumbag. Like, that's some shit you do, like, in Madden. But, like, that's not what you do in the actual NFL. Like, your own players are like, hey, like, I'm just trying to go to the locker room, man. Just chilling. Like, I'm trying to just get over this loss. And you're like, no, stay on the field and line up, and let's try to get this win. Like, no. Yeah, I I do do hate that. I like... I like Nathaniel Hackett because I heard an interview with him and I really liked him in that. Mm-hmm. So I want, but like that is like a very annoying, it's a annoying move. It's not like yeah, it's very annoying. it's childish. Yeah, very. It's, it's honestly childish what he did in that game. Um, but yeah, that's all I have for the Broncos and Seahawks. I don't know if there's anything else. I mean, I have a couple of Broncos things later, country but... left wide. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. Yeah, Russell Wilson, the corniest dude in the NFL. Very corny. <laughs> I I remember too. I just saw, saw a TikTok that I forgot about where he does like a little weird dancing. It's like, <laughs> I yeah, I care a lot about God, family, my family, God. Football. football. Yeah, yeah it's like all right. Like, that's like, like this corny. It's like he's actively trying not to get canceled or something, but he's like trying way too hard. It's literally just like the innocent little church boy got <laughs> got nagged up by Sierra the slut. So now it's like a weird combo. It's such a weird relationship. Yeah. Oh my lord. Um. Anything else from that game though? No. Um. I but I did dominate Pickums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. It's eleven to seven on the Pickums. Obviously, you're winning. Mm-hmm. Congratulations for your bets, though. Thank you. Uh, but you switch from the Chargers to the Chiefs, and I'll trade Chargers look like they're they're up right now. You're yeah. Playing well. Yeah. Um, and of course, I took the Chiefs in the last second. So. Yeah, that's what, yeah, I mean. that's what I'm saying. You could have, you could have maybe gotten a point. This could have been you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's I think the Chiefs very early. Back though, very yeah. early. Mm-hmm. Um, but all right, let's get into the injuries for the week. So it's week one, so we got a lot of injuries. We're currently watching the Chargers Chiefs game. If you didn't already notice, um, Chiefs are our Chargers are up ten to seven. It's I think that was a turnover on downs. No, uh, yeah, well, that's a, that's a three and out. Yeah, three and out. So the Chiefs are going to get the ball back with about nine minutes left in the second. Oh, three now. I don't know. They got a couple first downs. It's just third down, fourth down. Okay. Okay. Um, but they, they looked like they almost fumbled it on the kickoff. Yeah, I think Mike Williams is dominating the receptions right now. He's like five he receptions for 76 yards. Shout to Stalter. He asked me if you should trade him for Tyler Boyd, and I said no. <laughs> um, I hope he did. I hope he just did not listen to me and traded him. Uh, so Jared funny. McKinnon got the touchdown for the Chiefs. Uh, some random dude got it for the Chargers. Um, but yeah, over to the injury. So Chargers cornerback JC Jackson was a game time decision. I don't know if he's playing because I didn't see the pregame, like the announcement of that. Um, Keenan Allen and Donald Parham, the tight end, were out with hamstring injuries, so they're not in this game right now. Kind of why Mike Williams is killing it right now. Uh, for the Chiefs side of the ball, Harrison Bucker is out with an ankle injury, so they're without their kicker. Um, taking it over to the rest of the NFL, Broncos safety Justin Simmons. He went. On, he had a pretty nasty hit during the Monday night game. He's going to go on IR, and there's not really a timetable yet, but the minimum for IR is four weeks. So we'll see how long that timetable is. Mm-hmm. Quarterback Dak Prescott, like I mentioned, broke his thumb in the loss of the Bucks. 
He will be go undergoing surgery and likely be out four or six weeks. Then the big one for the Lurs, a couple of big ones. Um, Steelers' T.J. Watt tore his pec in the win over the Bungles in Week 1. After some second opinions, the player will not need surgery and should be good to go between weeks uh, six and eight weeks. So we'll see how that one goes. We shall see. Um, Steelers' Najee Harris hurt his foot in Week 1 towards the end of the game, but he is expected to play against the Patriots in Week 2. He said he's all good, so I don't think there's anything. It just might be one of those routine little, like, we'll see how he looks on Well, he left in, like, a walking boot. So yeah. I think it's just an ankle sprain. Yeah, it's just somatic stuff. Babying it. Um, then Seahawks safety Jamal Adams is carted off with a knee injury on Monday Night Football. Uh, just a reminder to those out there that the Jets absolutely fleeced the Seahawks in that trade a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I think Jamal Adams has played maybe five games. He's out for this season. Yeah, he's out for the season. That was announced earlier today. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's played five games for this team. He's a bum. <laughs> he's not good. He, <laughs> the best is when we, I, went, uh, I went to the Seahawks and Steelers last year. Mm-hmm. I was in the end zone. And every time they were in the end zone situation, I kept yelling, Jamal Adams, you're a bum! Like, every time we got quiet, <laughs> and so our bad. section started dying every time I did it, mm-hmm. and there were Seahawks fans in our section every game pissed. <laughs> It's going to say, Jamal Adams, you suck at football. <laughs> that could be other like, weird things like that. Yeah. You are not good. Um, then 49ers running back Elijah Mitchell. Mitchell is expected to miss at least eight weeks with an MCL injury. Ooh. So I think Jeff Wilson Jr. is going to be taking the lead back role. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bucks wide receiver Chris Godwin suffered a hamstring injury that will keep him out for three weeks at the minimum. So Julio Jones. Yeah. Looking like he's going to shine. And the Jets placed offensive tackle Dwayne Brown, who they just signed this year, on IR, and he'll be out for four weeks. Nice. Yeah. So, that's a lot of the major injuries. There's a couple of, like, little ones that I didn't really give a shit about. So, those are the major ones. Um, Take it over the headlines. 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 So, the Colts waived their kicker, Rodrigo, quote, Rod God Blankenship. Um... He was terrible in their tie to the Texans, and mm-hmm. he really hasn't made a name for himself in the NFL. I love the guy, mainly because he has glasses, and I think that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. A kicker with glasses, that just sounds like some type of like funny Mad Lib to me. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe now his eyes are just the reason <laughs> yeah. he sucks. Um, I, I'm pulling for the guy, but I don't think he has a career in the NFL. No, he's going to be a Fat Randy situation. Or a Fat yeah. Randy situation. So, so it's like... Until he gets, mm-hmm. like, he, everyone time someone gets hurt, he's going to be signed in there. Mm-hmm. Um, then the Browns will be using their uh, Brownie the Elf logo on their midfield for the home opener this week. Yeah, Brownie the it Elf. It so bad. Uh, there was a report came out that Deshaun Watson, Watson sexually assaulted the Elf <laughs> on their field already, so. Yeah, I remember on Twitter. He went up and was like, hey, do you give massages? <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter a few weeks ago, I said, I called uh, someone's uh, tattoo Brownie elf, like a creepy little pervy elf or something like that. <laughs> and like she got so, she's like, says me back to us. I was like, pissed. But I, I called it the pervy elf. And he definitely looks like he has a secret that he does not let out. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like it's a dirty little secret. He probably has a video evidence against Sean Watson somewhere. <laughs> but for pleasure. Not blackmail, it's for pleasure. And then, uh, hell of a quote from Geno Smith following his win over the Broncos in week one. They wrote me off. I ain't right back though. That's a little way in line. That's a little way in line. Yeah, it was sick. She you know? me I, out. I was watching the post game right and he said now. that. And I was like, that was a sick quote. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, That's literally a little way. You can see mm-hmm. Moore make a punchline out of it. Then Lamar Jackson apparently turned down a contract larger than Russell Wilson's on the final day of uh, transaction talks. 
Uh, he will apparently be betting on himself this season, and uh, I think he's going to be a restricted free agent next year. Yeah, why is it the bet on himself? Like whenever like he won the bet and he just said no. Like they're got to pay him a shit ton of money they shouldn't, and mm-hmm. so he technically won the bet and they said no, nah, man, I'm gonna bet on myself. Like what? Yeah, I don't know. Like he like, he's not gonna get more money than that. Probably not, but eh, we'll see. Uh, then Le'Veon Bell actually knocked out Adrian Peterson in their exhibition match of boxing. Yeah, it's kind of funny. <laughs> I forgot it was happening. It's fun to I, I still say if Adrian Peterson had a switch, he would have been able to do it. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. <laughs> He's a master of the switch. Yeah. Um, then the Raiders extended their contract before the season started with their tight end, Darren Waller, to a three-year, $51 million contract. Um... Then have you seen the Micah Parsons and Leonard Fournette beef on Twitter? I did. Oh, it's hilarious. It's very funny. So in the game on Sunday night, uh, Leonard Fournette had some of a questionable block. I think it was fine. Like, it was a little bit, like, sneaky, but, you know, he's a running back. Like, it, it wasn't that, like, out of nowhere. He did. Like, the way Michael Parsons made, like, he was, like, a blindside block. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It wasn't a blindside block. And he's a running back. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, come on. And he's like, what, 5'8", 5'9", 5'10", something like that? Like, yeah. come on, man. Um, but, anyway, so, like, the video came out. Somebody posted on Twitter. And uh, I think Fernet came first, and he tweeted some pancake emojis. Yeah. <laughs> to which Micah Parsons came in and replied, quote, Now go watch the tape, and I see what happened when it was me and him one-on-one. You hit someone not looking, you straight pussy. Stop hyping this weak-ass shit. It's football. Then a couple of laughing emojis. Um, to which Leonard Fournette yeah. replied with the Jordan crying meme. Yeah. Which is just an all-time like end of argument. Yeah, no, that was amazing. Um, personally, I'm team Fournette here, but I, I don't know what you thought. Uh, well, Michael Parsons plays for the Cowboys and with the Penn State, so fuck him. Mm-hmm. I'm team Lenny. I, I can agree with that. Team Lenny, no matter what. Yeah, I mean, like but like I said, like he's a running back. Like If it was an offensive tackle, I can give him more credibility. But like... You gotta be able to stop this guy. Like, you just barrel through him. Like, uh, I don't know. And then the last thing I've had for uh, headlines is wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders announced his retirement after a 12 year career in the NFL. Lawyers? Lawyers? <laughs> Lawyers? One day contract, retire? He was retire actually one of the few wide receivers that had a decent career after he left the team. He had a good career. He won the Super Bowl after he left our team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. He lost a Super Bowl with us, left, and won a yeah, Super Bowl somewhere else. Super Bowl, yeah. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, it's good for him. Um, He's a, he was a Bugatti boy. But yeah. Any any other headlines that last minute that you noticed? Yeah, one. Okay. Very funny. Okay. Um, apparently at the Washington Commanders game, mm-hmm. the one merchandise booth yeah. was selling coffee mugs with the Commanders logo on it. Mm-hmm. Then the outline of the state of Washington behind it. So they just took like stuff from like the... It was the state of Washington like the with the commander's logo on top of it. Yeah. No, but like somewhere, someone in charge of merch made merch thinking that the Washington commanders were for the state of Washington, not uh, Washington, wait, D.C. Yeah, I just processed that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So someone, it went yeah. through seven people to the point where it was being sold at officially licensed Washington oh, commanders man. merch stands. I have a picture of it. I can show you. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, yeah dude. I, it, I just put that together actually myself. But. Yeah, it just slipped through the cracks somewhere. So mm-hmm. like, so this is the first picture. Then they go, the same person went back and it was gone. Like after they took it and tweeted it. 
the state of Washington, oh. the Washington Commanders logo, <laughs> sold at an officially licensed merch stand. Dude, that, yeah, that's tough. That's, <laughs> that's tough. Um, that's all, that is all I have. Oh, that's so funny. All right. Let's take it over to our segments. Uh, leading off, I have a new segment alert. Alright, this is going to be Guy's Gut-Wrenching Moments, Week 1 edition. Alright, so, uh, mainly in the Monday night game, there was a lot of moments that I was like, what the hell is going on here? Um, but a lot, so I was, I decided to make this segment where I'm just going to kind of go through like the moments where, kind of like a play on come on man, but. Yeah, come on man. <laughs> so, first What are you going to say instead? <laughs> uh, wait, what? What are we going to say instead of come on man? Um, I don't know. What should I say? Are you for real? <laughs> K? <laughs> Poor K. K? K? Um, Man, are you for real? We could sell merch with are you for real on it. We, yeah, we very well could actually. We can make it the logo from the uh, for real milkshakes you can get from Sheets. <laughs> are you for uh, real? Yeah, with like the capital <laughs> F and like the three little R's after yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> that would be actually pretty funny. Um, so there's one I'm trying to find a picture of to show you because I don't think you knew about it whenever Shannon was talking about it off the pod. Um, but the first one I have was Russell Wilson at this pregame oh, yeah. of the Monday Night Football matchup, just standing on midfield with a cameraman like two feet away from him, just closed his eyes, held out his arms, and just spun in a circle. <laughs> Like the sound of music or something. <laughs> like the sound of music or, I don't know. The hills are like alive. Like he's getting baptized or something. I don't know, man. It was very weird. Um, I'll try to find a way you like, can't talk about it. Yeah, I'm just like, I gotta get all the way to the fucking Monday Night Football on this Twitter handle. Um, <clears throat> but that was just very cringe. And then to come out of the game and like lose 17-16 to 16 to your former team, that's just a bad look. Um... <clears throat> what else we got here? The other thing I have is, did you see Von Miller's haircut? <laughs> that was, it's a Dorito. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally a Dorito. It's just like, it's like he tried doing the Avatar Aang look, but he just like stopped the arrow at the back of his head. Yeah, no, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, I was not a fan of that. Um, I can't find a picture, but there was another, so like, I guess there was a play or it was the end of the game and the Seahawks were celebrating. And you just see two players, like, one player, like, they hug each other, and the one player just grabs the other dude's ass. Like, a firm, like, just cupping of the ass. And it was like, wait, like, what's this guy doing? Sorry. Oh, you're finding the video of Ruff spinning? Yeah, I'm looking for it. I don't see it, though. Dude, you gotta see it. I'm looking. I literally looked up. I was trying to find it. Too. Russell Wilson pregame. Man, it's not coming up. Just type in Russell Wilson spinning. Okay, the other one was cringe. I followed that one. It's just a video I was talking about where it's like things I care about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of stuff about the stupid timeout thing that we already covered. But all right, yeah, that's a uh, guy's gut wrenching moments. Um, it's gonna it's gonna improve a little bit in the coming weeks here because I'm gonna pay more attention to these moments of writing down. But those are just ones I thought about on the fly. Um, so let's take it over to the returning segment. Guys, grandiose gangs, okay? So we're doing a little bit of a twist on this this year. Previously, I've just done, like, who I think is going to win a Super Bowl and the top ten teams out of this. Uh, what I'm going to do this year and probably future years 
is I'm going to like have a starting point where like these teams are the top ten teams based off how they played in that week, and then it's going to move from there. So like if the number one team like loses in an absolute shit show to a shit team, then they're going to probably be off the list. Yeah. Even though they'll probably be okay for a Super Bowl, you know what I mean? It's just it's more be... week to week in yeah. the last on the whole season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm going to start off with number one, the Bills. They play the Super Bowl champion. They crushed them like. Horrendously crushed them. Um, so they're my number one. They, team. they were the 1 1 going into the season. Everyone yep. had them 1 1, and they did not do anything to lose. Yep, looked good on all sides of the ball, too. Yep. Uh, number two, the Chiefs. Absolutely obliterated the Cardinals. Um, I think at their own home, too. Yeah, it was in Arizona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they came into the Cardinals' house and they just said, hey, give us the win. And they're like, okay. Um, so number two, I have the Chiefs. Number three, I have the Chargers. Uh, it was a little bit of a back and forth, but they, you know, they beat a pretty good team uh, in the Raiders. So I'm going to give the Chargers that, and they were already ranked pretty high in my preseason mm-hmm. stuff. Number four, I'm going to give it to the Buccaneers. Uh, so they did beat the Cowboys, who were somewhat reputable, but it also looks like Dak was hurt a lot of the game, and yeah. they didn't really beat them any badly. Like the Buccaneers didn't look that good in that win. So I'm going to give the Buccaneers the number four spot, mainly based off their past like history as well going into the season. Number five, I have the Vikings. So the Vikings came in and stunned the world against the Packers. Absolutely mm-hmm. thrashed them with Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. So I have them at my number five spot. Number six, I have the Eagles. So they were my lowest on like the major teams. The one of the lowest on the major teams that won because they kind of like let the Lions come back on them, which that's a little bit concerning to me. That that is. But um, it could also be. One it of those could have been more of a like, eh, we're winning this game. Take, they take their foot off the gas, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. they realize, oh shit. Yeah. 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 Um, number seven, I have the Dolphins. Good win against the Patriots. Tua looked good at times. Uh, both Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle were like doing some good things as well, so I'll mm-hmm. put them in number seven. Number eight, I have the Ravens. Yeah, they won. Yeah, they look good, but you played the Jets, so they're my lowest of the winning teams. Yeah. Um, number nine, I have the Raiders. Uh, yeah, Derek Carr looked bad, but Devontae Adams looked good, and that's who you spent the money for. Uh, I think Derek Carr will start throwing the ball to the different players in the future here, and that'll help out. So I don't think they're like out of the running really, but like I think out of the main teams that lost that look like powerhouses going into the season, they're the ones that are the most okay right now. I think debatable. Yeah, I, I'm, I have my gripes for after. Okay, um, number ten, I have the Packers. They absolutely got thrashed, but mainly because Patrick or Aaron Rodgers and his receivers didn't really practice in the preseason. Um, that'll change as the season goes on, and they'll come back. But it was a tough loss. But I'll have them at number ten. My gripes, yeah. They swapped Vikings, Bucks. I think the Vikings looked better. That's than the fair. That's fair. Uh, their offense was moving all calibers. That's fair. And they did well in defense as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bucks really only did good in defense. Tom Brady had the offense moving a little well, but they still couldn't score points, a lot mm-hmm. of points on their shitty defense. Okay. Um, and then, I, if you're gonna put losers at nine and ten and not the Steelers, um, it's fine. I think the Steelers should be there. But our defense looked amazing. Looks Super Bowl caliber defense. Um, our line needs work. Just looks so bad though. But if I'm not being a total yinzer, yeah, I would argue the Broncos should be higher than the Raiders and Packers out of losing teams. I, I would say the Rams may, eh, maybe not the Broncos. I uh, see the Broncos. They couldn't get the ball in the end zone, but mm. Ross still looked good. Their defense looked pretty solid. But I think having bad red zone offense is much worse though. Than but the Packers had bad offense in general. True. That's what I mean. Like, I think the Broncos had yeah. a better loss 
the, know, maybe the it was Packers. Bias, like the Broncos losing was so wild. That's like this, the second this you made this list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just think the Broncos. Yeah, I made this list the day after. Out of all the so. losing teams, I I think the Broncos look better than the Packers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the Packers fair. are so bad. That's fair. Insanely bad. But all right, then let's take it over to and your... Stillers. Yeah. Put the yeah. Stillers. Make make the Broncos nine, Stillers ten. Steelers nine, Broncos. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's fine. <laughs> I'm cool with that. If you want, I can get it and repost your gangs. Um, all right, let's take it over to your Weir Sign Weenies of the Week. All right, I love I love Weir Sign Weenies of the Week. So I'm going to be keeping track of it all year mm-hmm. so we can keep points and name Crown Weenie at the end of the year like we did last year. Okay. Last year, Queen Winnie was who? Um, Antonio Brown? It was Antonio Brown, yeah. Or Baker, or Faker No, because Baker didn't win because Baker, there was one that you dubbed to the Browns rather than Baker. Okay. We discussed this. I think Baker came in second, though. Baker came in second. And the Steelers came in third. But there was one that you gave to the Browns as a yeah. whole instead of Baker Mayfield. Yeah. So that changed the... the it the, would have been one. It would have been a win, yeah. Yeah, it, it would have been, been a tie, one. at least, I think. Yeah, and so I think I realized mm-hmm. it was a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we'll get into... Or we'll go from three to one. Okay. Just a little spoiler. Baker's going to be one of the three, so he's <laughs> yeah. already coming in hot. Uh, before we get to the one to three, quick honorable mentions from uh, Shanders. Yeah. We were on the phone with Shanders before. <laughs> um, that's his radio name now, Shanders. Shanders, yeah. Uh, he said his weenies of the week would be Dak and Zeke. Yeah. Um, we kind of talked about it already with the recap of the uh, Cowboys game. But, like, Dak's all paid so much money, he's always heard, mm-hmm. and Zeke's never done anything. No. Like, Zeke is, like, awful. I saw one funny quote from Damian Woody today on the internet, and it was like, they always say Zeke's going to eat, but it's like, when is he going to eat? Yeah, he's never, he never eats. <laughs> he never eats. <laughs> he's, he's, he's like that, that chubby friend comes over, and you always offer him food, and he always says no. I, I'm that chubby friend. I never say I never <laughs> at people's houses because I'm I'm afraid to look like a fat fuck in front of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of fat, number three on our weeks of the week is NFL kickers. Yeah. Um. So, uh, the following Very were bad. all missed kicks to, that would have tied or won the game. Okay. Or no, they're all one winning. First from the Bengals, Evan McPherson, as you said, Mika Fitzpatrick blocked that extra points. We're not going to count blocks. However, he did still miss a 29 yarder. In overtime, mm-hmm. um, the reason was a long snapper's fault, really more so. Yeah, but, they're on their backup long snapper. But we will just call it as a kicker here for effect. Uh, so Ed McPherson is part of the weenie list. Same game, Chris Boswell doinked it off a fifty-five yarder in overtime that could have beat the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a doinker around the world. Um, that was the loudest doink I've ever heard in my life. That was loud. Yeah, didn't he hit like the front of the post and it like bounced back? It hit the complete side dead on. Uh, okay. And it went boom, like a gong throughout, running through Cincinnati. Yeah. That's um, the most defeating sound, too. Yeah, the kicker. Like, uh, Fat Randy mm-hmm. missed a kick, uh, a 47-yarder to beat the Giants. Okay. Um, so that's another missed kick. And then, as you mentioned, Rodrigo Blankenship missed a 42-yarder versus the Texans to win. Mm-hmm. Um, Young Ho Koo. Had his kicks blocked from sixty three for the win, so we're that's not, not that bad. We're not counting blocks. Yeah, yeah. Like that's why. Like, I don't know who had a good game kicking. He he did he like nineteen fancy points. points. 19, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I have crazy. Him. Oh, you do have them. I'm one, one of the leagues. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so NFL kickers, we had a bunch of missed kicks for the win. Um, and I heard someone else say this. It's not my take, but it's a very funny take. So I'm gonna repeat it. Uh, for NFL kickers missing, it's like girls sinking their periods. When one has a bad day, they all have bad days. <laughs> it's 
it's never just like one kicker had yeah. an awful day. Like there's another kicker in the league who also had a bad day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're never um, alone. Yeah, so but I'd say Blankenship had the it's worst. It's nice day. they have that buddy system though. Yeah, very like, much. You so. think they call each other up? They're like, hey man, it's okay. Yeah, it's, like, a, it's a support group. Supports the kickers. Yeah, know? it's a support group for them. That's the worst job in the NFL. Yeah. Kicker. Ugh. Oh, I would hate it. Yeah. I always said I'd like to be a punter. You get like the lowest amount of money, but none of the glory. Yeah. Well, you get so much glory when it's like a Super Bowl, but any other time it's like, all right, good, that was expected. Chip shot, yeah. Yeah, unless yeah. it's like 55 or plus yards, like, you yeah. don't get any glory in that. Like, all Unless you're Justin Tucker. Except Justin Tucker, yeah. yeah and Matt Prater in Denver was a god. Yeah, he was a god in Denver. Yeah, but no, but I agree still with that. Tebow got all the glory during that. That's true, that's true. Mm-hmm. There's SNL skit about it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then I, I, I always said the best position in football to be a professional for is punter. Yeah. Because... At that point, you're usually routine, so it's like you're in there. You don't have to think about too much. You're going to hit it. If you ha- are in there, that means the rest of your team's fucking up. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah, exactly. Like, how can you be that bad mad at me? Mm-hmm. I didn't do anything. And even good punters, there's really no, you know... Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. No, there's no punters that... Like, only that one guy who's like super... Johnny Hecker. Oh, him, no, but yeah, I was thinking of like... Jankowski or no? Jankowski was the kicker. Yeah, I'm thinking of it. There's another punter out west somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all right, number two, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. On the weenie list, he's number two. Mm-hmm. Um, so Baker had a chance to get revenge on his old team on Sunday against uh, the Browns. Um, obviously, he didn't. Mm-hmm. Not that big of a deal like that they lost because like, that's not the reason he's a weenie. The reason he's a weenie is because before the game, Baker and the Panthers started to sell, quote, off the leash shirts, essentially taking shots at the Browns, like the dog oh, pound and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Basically saying like I'm finally free and stuff. And then they. Um, after the win, Miles Garrett went and said the shirts motivated the Browns to quote be a little off the leash this week Damn. in the game. So. All right. Yeah, it's one thing yeah. to lose your former team is a valid effort, but the refinal afterwards is because you sold off the leash T-shirts and made yeah. an old defense like <laughs> want to kill you. You can't you can't be cocky and do something like that, especially when you're Baker Mayfield. Yeah, you can't do like, that can't unless there's like a guarantee. Yeah, win. like unless you're like Tom Brady. Like, yeah, if Tom did that'd be funny. Yeah, because because he'd most likely win the game, and it's like whatever. Baker won the game; those shirts would be funny. But he lost, so he's a weenie. Imagine like the first game where Tom Brady played the Patriots again. He just showed up to the pregame in like a cutoff sweater, uh, cutoff hoodie. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> awesome. Just masshole on it, yeah. masshole or something like that. Oh, that'd be great. All right, and the number one weenie of the week. All right, who you got? Joe Verrated. Ooh. Joe Burrow. Ooh. Joe Verrated, making the t-shirts now, dropping them. Damn. Would you buy a Joe Verrated shirt? That'd be kind of sweet. That would honestly probably sell yeah. in Pittsburgh. Yeah, but it would suck if we, we make it and it just becomes a joke. Yeah, again. you'd have to make it like, you'd have to make it now. We would have to own a t-shirt press. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just Joe Verrated Burrow. I feel like we know enough people to have somebody with a t-shirt press. Probably. So Joe Verrated. Mm-hmm. If it's another bad week, I'm definitely down to try to make Joe Verrated shirts. Yeah, you'd have to make it like very far in advance of our next matchup against the Bungles. Yeah, and then... But we can... if we win that game against the Bungles, the next one, then... We can make this a shirt. Easily... Yeah, just Joe Verrated at the top of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Joe Shiesty with his glasses on, Joe doing a little sheesh. <laughs> yeah, and it just says fucking Joe Verrated. That'd be so funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, he got sacked seven times, mm-hmm. had one fumble with four interceptions, and one of the interceptions was a pick six. Yep. Um, 
if this game was <clears throat> a team with a competent offense, this game would be like a 50-point game. Oh, yeah, we would have trounced them. Yeah, it just we aren't. So If we had like prime Big Ben, like it would have been a 50-point blowout. Yeah. But if we had this team, our team last year. Last year, Ben, I think 30-point blowout. I think we'd still be like not overtime. Mm-hmm. Oh, easily not overtime, yeah. Yeah, we win in regulation. Absolutely. Um, all right. Pickums? Pickums. Ready to do some pickums. This commercial's funny now that Dak's hurt again. <laughs> it's just a bunch of like chicks beating the shit out of Dak. <laughs> and then Flutter Dales. Like that's so funny now that yeah. that's the case. Alright. Um Pickums this week. Obviously we already said it tonight. We are watching the Thursday night game. It is halftime right now. The Chargers are up ten to seven. Guy had the Chargers switch to the Chiefs. I did. So yeah. Both so Chiefs of course on that. the Chiefs, the Chargers are winning right now. Unfortunately, um, I mean, I have I have the Chiefs four and a half, so they need they need to come out firing. Let me know when you're ready. All right, I'm ready. Sorry, I was. Very good. Walking, so right Sunday, ahead. one o'clock games. All right. First on the docket, we have the Carolina Panthers in New York versus the Giants. The Giants are favored by two points. This is interesting. Um, it's in New York, right? It's in New York. Okay, okay. See, I don't think like the Giants are going to have like a successful week next week. Um, I'm going to take the Panthers, but it, it will be a tightly contested game. All right. I'm taking the Panthers. Yeah. Because the Manning curse. Saquon was on the Manning cast. Oh, he was. He was. Oh, it's back. The Manning curse is back. I mean, it, oh, the Manning man. curse was 100% last year. And Saquon was on yeah. yesterday. It on was Monday. 100%. I think the last one didn't do it, though. I, I feel like I saw... I feel, I feel like it was like 12 or 12. Or yeah, like it is something new. Crazy. I don't know, but yeah, Saquon was on the Manning cast on Monday, so uh, the Manning curse is back, and I'm not taking the, the Giants. Um, next, we have the Bucks in New Orleans versus the Saints. The Bucks are favored by two and a half points. Ugh. So, Ugh. I'm going to reference my uh, guys' fantasy favorites for this one. I don't know if it's going to lead me to take the Saints, but Tom Brady in four ma- I put him on my bench for this week. I, I saw him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Tom Brady is in four matchups against the Saints while wearing a Bucks uniform. He is 6 for 8 on touchdown-interception ratio and average fantasy point performance of 16 points. He only had one game where he threw over 300 yards in those four matchups. So, I don't know. Brady might not look the best in this game. He didn't look great the first week. But I think I'm still going to take the Bucks. But I just don't think Brady will look great. I think it'll be like a very, like, I think it'll be like a one-point victory or a field goal yeah. victory or something like that. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't touch this game betting, probably. Yeah. Um, I'm going Saints. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I think the Saints are going to crack team. They're going to fucking win, too. <laughs> they're going to win, too. They're not my crack team. I gave all these stats supporting the Saints. I said, I'm still going to go Bucks. And yeah. Gonna oh, absolutely. <laughs> the Saints aren't my crack team because they're not, like, as bad as the Falcons be a crack team. Mm, they're, they're, my, your good crack. they're my cocaine. Yeah, cocaine team. They're, 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 they're the good version <laughs> of crack. They're the ones that I'm addicted to picking them, but, like, <laughs> It's not that bad of a move sometimes. Yeah, you wake up the next morning and you're like, yeah, you know. That was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I didn't blame That was fun. I, or I was tired. I needed that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it's also, like, not good for your health. You, know, you shouldn't do it. But the Saints are definitely my cocaine team. You might not do it again, you know. Oh, yeah. That, that might have been just a once in Vegas type situation. <laughs> but, like, 
Yeah, I, you know, you have to. I All have right. to go with the Saints. I think I'm going to pick them even in matchups like this where they shouldn't win. Okay. Um, next, we have your New York Jets in Cleveland versus cool. the pervy elves, oh, the Cleveland elves. Browns. Oh um, the Browns are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Mm-hmm. Is Zach Wilson playing? I don't believe he is, but let me double-check. Injuries. Uh, I'm going to go with the Browns. Um, but I think the Jets would cover. He is ruled out. I'm going to Browns, too. I mean, their defense is just... I don't I don't run, like man. Jacoby Brissett that much. Yeah. I don't think he's that great. But I think, uh, yeah, I think that defense is going to destroy this. Screw the, the Browns. Jets. The first two games are the However, suspended. They play the Panthers and the Jets. I bet I bet Joe Flacco has played more games in that team than most of the Browns. That's fair. That's fair. He does have experience playing against the Browns. I don't think it'll be enough, though. He sure. shell himself anyways. He, should, he threw like 300 yards last week. Um, next, we have the Miami that Dolphins. That was a revenge game, actually. What? Jets Ravens. Oh, yeah. 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 Cleo Mack versus Raiders. That was a revenge game. Yeah, true, true. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Um, the Dolphins versus the Ravens in Baltimore. The Ravens Ooh. are three and a half point favorites. Ooh. I like tune on, but it's in Baltimore. I'm going Ravens. Okay, okay. I'm just um, saying that in case you're thinking Dolphins. Um, I am thinking Dolphins. Here. I mean, I I do like them. I, I, I I'm rooting for them. I don't want to think the Dolphins are going to go two and L as well. Two and L. Two and L. Um, I'm I'm going to take the Dolphins. I'm going to take the Dolphins. Yeah, I don't love my Ravens pick. I just I they're I, home. I, I think too. Like so, we were saying that stat of the teams that didn't practice that lost in week one. The Ravens didn't practice either, and like they didn't look that great against the Jets. You know. Mm, yeah. Like, they had a couple of big plays of receivers that like you know. Aren't really well known, but I don't know. It, it, I think it comes down to the like if they could do that same thing again here, I think they'll be okay. But I think the Dolphins are a tougher defense. It's going to be harder to throw on this team. Um, I mean, trust me, I like the Dolphins. I just I don't know yeah. why I'm like got saying Ravens to me. I'm going to go um, Dolphins. One thing I just remember though, tangent going backwards to recap. Um, well, first of all, RIP Queen. Oh yeah, Elizabeth. Yeah. The fact that New York Jets said moment of silence for Queen Elizabeth. Before moment of silence for nine eleven was ridiculous. Oh, they did. They started oh, off man. moment of silence for Queen Elizabeth. Uh, There's like boobs going on, and yeah. then and then they said remembering nine eleven. So that's they a, that's an NFL thing. The NFL they, the NFL made them do that. No, they're the only team that did it though. Really? I'm pretty sure no one else gave a thing to the Queen. And you're in New York on nine eleven, and yeah, you do a Queen yeah, thing first. That's fucked up. That is fucked up. That's fucked up. Dude, yeah. <laughs> like, come on, man. Wait, are you for real? That's that's a gut wrenching moment right there. That, I yeah. that on the list if I knew about that. Yeah, I just remembered it right now when I read when you were talking about the Ravens and the Jets for a second there. I just remembered it. All right, next we have the Washington Commanders in Detroit versus the Lions. Ready for this? Lions are favored by one point. Really? It's maybe the first time the Lions They're are favored right? in a game. Yeah, in okay. maybe two years. Um, I don't hate that. I, I mean, don't hate it either. You know what? Fuck it, I'm going Lions. Yes, I kind of want to go Lions too, but now that I took Lions, you want to go Commanders? Yeah, just because this is yeah. a game that's a toss up, and yeah. it's better if we have a little bit more difference. Yeah. And it's honestly, I wasn't really sure who I wanted there. I, I don't, I don't hate the Lions though. I think, I think that's a good pick for you. Um, but I'm gonna take Commanders. I'm gonna take the Lions mainly because I just like writing down the lines for a win. It's the first time you probably ever did. <laughs> yeah. and, and probably it, first time since the year they fucking we were they were the Detroit South pick them last year. 
Probably like, yeah. since that one week where they were playing like a shit team like the Bears. Yeah. And we were like, I don't know, like this could be the one. And I think we both went Lions. Yeah, was it was that I think it was I think was it was that Thanksgiving? Really, maybe, maybe. I think they played Thanksgiving. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I need to check I have to check the Turkey Day Parlay. If I picked them they were probably in the Turkey Day yeah, Parlay. Yeah. Um so yeah, I'll go to Lions. I'm cool with that. Yeah. What do you got next? Uh two more one o'clock games. First, okay. we have the Colts in Jacksonville versus the Jaguars. Colts. The Colts are three and a half point favorites. Colts. Colts. And last one o'clock game we have the New England Patriots in Akisher Stadium. Hines Field. Hi, no, it's Akisher Stadium. Hines abandoned us. Hines Don't Field. That you're like you're like the kid whose dad walked out on him and you still sit in the curb waiting for him to come home. But Hines Field bailed on the injuries. Fuck Hines Field. Hines Field. Akisher Stadium. Hines Field. Against the Steelers. Patriots are two and a half point favorites. I mean, you're taking the Steelers. The home underdogs. I mean, I even if it wasn't the curse, I'd be taking the Steelers. The Steelers are going to be a playoff. Steelers are going to win the Super Bowl. If it wasn't for the curse, I'd probably take the Steelers too, but I'm going to take the Steelers. Steelers are going to win the Super Bowl. They're going to go 17-0, and they're going to win the Super Bowl. Because I'm going to be like, so honestly though, like, even though I'm taking the Patriots because of the curse, the Steelers defense looked insanely good last week, and Mac Jones did nothing to show me that he would be able to beat the Steelers defense as opposed to the Dolphins defense. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like... Our defense is better. And our offense... Even without TJ Our Watt. offense isn't that great, but, like, we're home. Mm-hmm. You know, Renegade's gonna play. It's gonna be nice. Yeah. The only thing that worries me is no TJ Watt. That's the only thing that would worry me. But our defense is still play really solid. Yeah. 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 It's still a big factor thing away. Very big factor, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only factor you have to consider, too, is the Steelers are gonna go undefeated with the Super Bowl, so... <laughs> That's a factor. All right, next one. Four o'clock games. All right, you don't rush me. Four o'clock games. All right, the Crackheads in L.A. versus the Rams. Falcons versus Rams. Falcons versus Rams. I'm going Rams on a bounce-back victory. Rams are 10-point favorites. Oh. I might say Falcons cover. No. I think it's a game they get destroyed. You think they get destroyed? I, I think that li- injury is still lingering, and they like you know they win by like a touchdown. I think low scoring. Yeah, I can see that. I think low scoring. I can kind of see Cooper that. Cup's gonna eat, though. It just East Coast West Coast is tough. That's fair too. That losing those the that, that time change is tough. Yeah. yeah. Um, next you got the Seahawks in San Francisco versus the 49ers. 49ers are eight and a half point favorites. Um, I'm going 49ers. Yeah, same here. I think the Seahawks looked good, but that's just because of the moment. I'm starting to feel though like the 49ers might be. The team that we always pick but never wins. Yeah, I can see them. I can see them hovering around five hundred this year. Yeah, yeah. Like if Trey Lance really doesn't pan out the way they were hoping, mm-hmm. like I can see it. Like we pick them week to week, and it's just like this might be. If they lose this game, I'll, I'm done on them. Yeah, yeah. I think I might be too. Mm-hmm. This would be good for part of my take. A good pinky team mm-hmm. for Big Cat. Um, next four o'clock game. That's four or five. Those two are four or fives. These are four twenty fives. You got the Texans in Denver versus the Broncos. Houston, we have a spread. Houston, we have a spread. Houston, we have a spread. So let's spread. Go. What's the spread. Ten. Ten points. And I picked this time. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going. I'm going fourteen. Fourteen. So I think we did last week. But I'm going fourteen again. Yeah, we did do it last week. Um. That's tough. Because I think I think ten's pretty solid. I think that's pretty yeah, on the dog. I'm gonna say under. Yeah, I think 10's pretty on the dot, but I don't want to go 10 and give you all that extra mm-hmm. because I think 
Russ is going to have an insane game. Okay. Um, next, we have the Cardinals in Vegas versus the Raiders. The Raiders are five and a half point favorites. Ooh. In, in Las Vegas? Yeah. Okay. Um, I get first if you're debating. I'm going Cardinals. I think Cardinals? I think the Raiders are the biggest fraud team out there. I think the Raiders got put in the they are going to be contenders uh, category because they got Devontae Adams. But, I think but the rest of their team's not I think good. The Cardinals are the number two in that list, though, at the very least. Yeah, well, they're I guess guess who's ahead of them? The Raiders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it, um, the Raiders' defense isn't good. I don't think. Nah, it, it's they literally only have. They have, Devontae a, Adams. Second, they have a secondary person. I think they have one guy in the, in the secondary. But... Yeah, ones. That's it. Yeah. Um. Cardinals are gonna hit. Hollywood Brown's gonna have. Two. What, what are the rest of the matchups looking like? Are they like, they like like we're gonna be debating on them or? No. No, they're pretty like straightforward. One debate. One debate. Um, I'll go with the Cardinals. Oh, I forgot what the Steelers. I've I've, I've can I go back to Steelers game for a second. Yeah. I have an exact prediction. Okay. If I get exactly right, guys, get a bonus point. Yeah, fuck it. You're gonna win pickings anyway. It's so damn. Final score: Steelers fifteen, Patriots fourteen. Wow. And we're not gonna get five field goals. We're gonna <laughs> two touchdowns in there. Two so touchdowns. We're gonna go. So we're gonna have Friarman touchdown, right? We're gonna go. We're gonna the miss the extra point. And then we're gonna go for two and miss. Yeah, and we're gonna miss that. So it's gonna be and twelve. Then we're gonna have one goal. field goal. The win. Game-winning field goal. Game-winning field goal. Game-winning Mitch drive. Yes. So okay. Pat's gonna get. The first touchdown for Ironmouth. Mm-hmm. Second touchdown is going to go to George Pickens. Okay. No rushing touchdowns. And uh, the Patriots are going to score 14 points total, two touchdowns. Probably Devontae Parker's one of them. And Hunter Henry is their tight end, right? First for Parker for Patriots. Yeah. Second's Hunter Henry. Actually, let me see here. Who's their running back? Uh, Damian Harris, Renan. Ronaldo Stevenson or something like that. We'll do. We'll do. Yeah, we'll do the first one. Okay. Harris. Hunter Henry. No. Uh, Ryan Damian Bay. Harris. Damian Harris. Damian Harris and Devontae Parker are going to score for the Pats. Farmers and Pickens are going to score for the Steelers. Miss extra point. Two. Okay. Miss two point conversion. And field goal win. So. Wait. I'm just writing all these down. If I get everything, I'll just get an extra point. I'll give point. you five bonus points if you get everything right. Can I get a bonus point per thing I get right? I don't know if I can agree to that. You well, can't, you're right. Because if I have score, yeah, you're well, right. Here's the thing. So, Wait, what if, what if the two, well, if we, the, okay. What if the only two touchdowns are Frymouth Pickens, the only two touchdowns are Dan- Harris Parker? That's a point each. And then the score's a point. Yeah, I'm cool with that. And then they all happen together. Like say say Parker and Harris get get both get a touchdown and they're the only two touchdowns for the Patriots, mm-hmm. I get a point for that. But say like Fryermuth and Her- Najee score, mm-hmm. I don't get a point for that. It say the score is not the right, I don't get a point for that. So three possible points. Yeah. Okay. All individual, but together it's three. Um. For now. I'm cool with that. Okay. I don't know why, but so I just I just had a vision. That's what I picked. Okay. Um. Next wild, wild score prediction. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> you're done with my tangents right now. Yeah, I'm done with them. Uh, Bengals in Dallas versus the Cowboys. Ooh, Bungles. Bungles by seven is the spread. Yeah, I'm going Bungles. 
Sunday night game. The Bears in Lambeau versus the Packers. If there's any time for Aaron Rodgers to have a bounce back game. The 10-point uh, Packers like, are 10-point favorites. Honestly, because I have Rodgers in fantasy, I was like, dude, is he going to have a bounce back game this week? I looked at the matchup, I saw Bears, I was like, oh yeah, he is. <laughs> he's going to have Oh insane. yeah, he is. He's, he's going to have insane. He, he's going to slap him around. Lambo Field, real quick. Yeah. Or it's Especially, no, it's in Lambo. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm thinking four touchdowns passing. Yeah, do you want to make a prediction? Because <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> mine will go wrong. Yours will go all right. <laughs> just like, like, oh, well, the reason I made my prediction is because I realized as I look up my number pool each week, it's Steelers five and Patriots four, and it's like this is never gonna happen. <laughs> then I was like, well, it technically could happen for five field goals, and I started doing all that shit. That's why I have that. Um, all right, Monday night, we have two this week, okay. two Monday night games. The first early game, 7-15, is the Titans in Buffalo versus the Bills. The Bills are nine-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm going Williams. Yeah, me too. I mean, no question, the best team in the NFL. Yeah, I'm going Buffalo Williams right here. Um, and then, this is the game where I think we could have some discussion here, Vikings in Philly versus the Eagles. Ooh. The Eagles are two-point favorites. Ooh, I'm going Vikings. Really? I was going to go Eagles. Really? Okay. Yeah. Go Birds! Remember that video? You're going to be like, Carmen, like, fly Eagles, fly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, after this game, I'll bet um, on it. I'll bet I, on I just, So here's what I think. I mean, granted, like, coming off a big win with Pack, I guess Packers, you know, they might be, like, a little bit airheaded going into this game. Mm -hmm. But, like, the Eagles, like, let the Lions run up on them. And yeah. Justin Jefferson was torching the Packers' defense. He's going to do that to the Eagles' defense. Oh, yeah. So it's really going to boil down to. I think it's going to be like a very high scoring game. Yeah. So are, are are picks locked? Yeah, picks are locked. Before I make my point for the Eagles. Am I going to like reject it? Kirk Cousins prime time. Oh fuck! Did he break that last year though? <sighs> what's what's the line? What's... Two in favor of the Eagles. Ugh. And it's at. It's in Philly on prime time Monday Night Football. Fuck. <sighs> Kirk Cousins prime time. You said your picks are locked. Your picks are locked. Fine, picks are locked. I mean, that's why I was, I was making sure it wasn't. It was locked before I said anything because I want. Goddamn. I want this point. What do you mean you want this point? You already have four. I, and you have a three-point bonus play on the table. You can easily. I'll turn off the pod. You can easily make your Packers one. No, I, I don't know the Packers enough. That's true. What am I gonna say? Like, Christian Watson's gonna get the first touchdown, and then Robert Tanya with the second. Robert Tanya scoring three touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. That's an easy one. Oh, Mike Evans just scored Tuddy. One hand no, grab. Oh, really? That sucks. Dude, I'm going to get pummeled. I'm play I just realized I'm playing him, too. I'm going to get pummeled. I'm man. playing him, too. That sucks. I need Travis Kelsey to do something. All right, do you have anything else for NFL? Nope, that's it. Let's take it over to Pop Culture. Yep. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the General's Palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom. You looking for this? All right, and let's take it over to Pop Culture. Leading off, I'm doing a little bit different this week because D23 happened this past weekend. Yeah. So pretty much a lot of the stuff that was revealed that I have for the segment was under that category. So I'm just going to break down everything from D23 first based off of uh, Marvel, Star Wars, and then Miscellaneous. So whatever else comes with that. Um, for Marvel, we got a Werewolf by Night trailer. You saw mm -hmm. that. It looks pretty good, apparently. Yeah, it's, so the trailer's black and white. Yeah. It's literally, the whole trailer is makes the show... Look like it's gonna be like a 1950s who did it murder mystery mm -hmm. type show, which is very very cool. Yeah, I like that. That's a good move. Yeah, I think it's coming out on Halloween, right? 
Uh, or the week leading up to it or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, it's coming out pretty soon. Um, so that looks good. It, it looks really, really good. Uh, Secret Invasion trailer. I got a chance to see that. You didn't, right? I did see it. Okay. Um, I'm liking this. Looks really cool. If they keep it more to like a spy thriller kind of like show, mm-hmm. I, think it's, I think it has potential to be great. Um, I love the cast so far. So we got Samuel L. Jackson for Nick Fury. We got Amelia Clark's character, who we don't know who it is. But she looks cool in the we trailer. We have the guy who played the villain in Rogue One, who I can't remember his actual name, but he was pretty he was pretty good in that movie. Rogue One, the villain. Yeah, uh, he, he's Talos, though, in Captain Marvel already. Oh, he was? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right? Oh. In, in oh, Spider-Man Far From yeah, Home, that's too. that's right. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Um, he's already yeah. He's and then we got Bilbo Baggins, the guy from uh, Black Panther. Yeah. Um, I can't remember uh, the actual name. Ross is also Ross. Oh yeah. Everett Ross. Ross. Everett Ross. Yeah. Everett yeah. Ross. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. It looks and good. Then, boom! Are you looking for? Boom! Are you looking for this? Oh yeah. And then we get Don Cheadle yeah. in there too. Um, boom! You looking for Rhodey? I'm excited for this one though. Uh, I I think they it can be really like if they do something kind of like twist mid season twist kind of thing building up to the climax of the show mm-hmm. where you like reveal like everybody we've been watching has been scrolls or something what Rody Rody I can Rody's see Rody I can see Rody being a scroll in this yeah yeah I could see it too um and then we get like cuz we're kind of skipping ahead here uh, Armor Wars is also announced and it's going to they've dropped a poster they also announced Anthony Ramos the actor is going to be the villain and Don Cheadle's going to be in the show Mm-hmm. So Don Cheadle, maybe like in Secret Invasion, we learn that he's a scroll, and then we see what really Don Cheadle's been doing up to this point. Yeah, so, yeah, I could, I could fuck. So with that I said, well, if they bring theory. back uh, the other guy, Terrence Ross, or whatever, <laughs> play Rhodey. Yeah, they just have all the Rosses. Yeah, they get like David Schwimmer in there. Oh my dude, god, dude, the fucking Chiefs are done. I should have taken the goddamn Chargers. God damn it! I always second guess myself. Um. Then the next thing they announced uh, uh, for Fantastic Four, they dropped the p- official poster, and they also announced their director is going to be Matt Shankman. Who's that? Uh, he directed some of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and he also did another one of the movies that I can't remember off the top of my head. Matt Shankman? I'll look I think he did Miss Marvel stuff. Hmm. No, no, wait. He did something. Matt Shackman? Shackman, yeah. Uh, no, I was looking, yeah, he's definitely did it. He did a Marvel one. something. Yeah, Matt Shackman definitely did, uh, I, I remember him from Until It's Funny Now, you're saying mm-hmm. that's Valley. Oh, he did on um, WandaVision. <laughs> oh, WandaVision, that's it, yeah. So they got the WandaVision director. He, he did some uh, Game of Thrones episodes. Mm-hmm. Which ones? Curious. Uh, I don't know if listed or not. It just says a couple of episodes, let me see. He did... Game of Thrones. He had two episodes of Game of Thrones. I'll look okay. them separately. I feel like I do Seems recognize good. him for. I do. I think he did. I think he did a big one. I think he did like Beyond the Wall or something. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like if he did like two, that's usually a good sign. You know, because they brought him back. They yeah. A good episode. Um, he did King of the Narrow Sea. King of the Narrow Sea. That was House of Dragon, wasn't it? That was no. one of the past two episodes. And then I might have saw that, and I just saw. Okay. It's all right. No, I need to know. No, you can keep going. But... Um, next up for Captain America 4, New World Order. They did keep... The Spoils of War. Spoils of War. Oh, that, that was, was a good, good one. one. That was a short one. Yeah, then Eastwatch. Yeah. Eastwatch. What was that one? I think Eastwatch by the Bay. Isn't that the one where... 
East Forest by the Bay is a thing. Yeah. Like it's East Side thing. I don't know. I know Spoils of War was good though, so I'm I'm now more excited. Is that whatever um the, uh, Jamie kills the old lady Tyrell? Oh, Lana Tyrell. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's what where she takes the poison and before okay. he shots like I did kill Joffrey or whatever, and she's yeah, like slugs the poison that back. Sick. Yeah. Um, for Captain America: Four New World Order, they did confirm that Tim Blake Nelson is going to be returning as the leader, and he looks to be the main villain for that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going to go on there, but we'll see. Uh, they also announced the Thunderbolts movie, and they uh, also wait, revealed Eastwatch is the one where um, Danny pulls the dragon out against the Lannisters the first time in the battle, uh, and they kill and he kills the Samwells uh, dad and brother. Oh, Rick on, Dick on. Yeah, whatever. Like with the yeah, fire. Yeah. Okay. That that's that that, after spoils the war. That's, that's, that's season yeah. seven. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so the Thunderbolts cast was announced. The movie was also announced with the little like uh, logo for that. Um, we have for the cast, uh, Julia Lewis Dreyfus' character, Madam F or whatever, whatever her name is from yeah. Corona, whatever. Her name's Madam Hydra, Madam Hydra from the yeah. comics, but I don't know what they're calling her in this. We also have Ghost from Ant Man Two. Mm-hmm. We have the Red Guardian and uh, Yelena from uh, Black Widow movie. Mm. We have the Winter Soldier and USS Agent John Walker. And then we have Taskmaster. So what do you think? I think there could have been Abomination. I think there could have been... I think Abomination should have been in it. And Baron Zemo's the fucking leader of the Thunderbolts, and he's not in it. So what I could see, what if Baron Zemo is one of the villains, or like also in the movie, and either is against them and then turns with them, but for his own like beneficial gain? That's probably what's gonna. Happen. I could see that. Like if he's, he's gonna be in it, he's gonna be in it. Yeah, he's gonna if he's be not in, it. in this movie at all. I'm upset. But it's a show, he, I think. Or, is it? No, it's a movie. Oh, is it? It's a Thunderbolts movie. Yeah. Okay. So if he has to this, be in it. If he's not in this movie at all, I'm upset. If he's in it in any capacity, I'm happy. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um, and I don't like Taskmaster. Yeah, I mean they really butchered the Taskmaster character. I think it's something that they thought was gonna be cool and it just wasn't. Yeah, it's not even as a chick. It's just that like it's just the same. She's character, a brain dead chick, and she's like a brain dead chick that's like robotically like with being controlled, and I I, I don't like. Like that. she didn't talk like yeah, at all. Like, like that's the thing. She had a whole personality well, in the comics, and that's the point of villains. The reason they're good is because like they have speaking mm-hmm. roles and they have a uh, they have like an arc. Yeah, the arc was something you hear like, from uh, Avengers. Yeah, and it's just like that. She was that one person's daughter who like Nat supposedly killed. Mm-hmm. Like that, that that's a cool backstory, but guess what? You should be able to talk and like talk shit and have mm-hmm. a character development. Ah, so we I also got like some teasers for other projects, which I don't think anything released officially. They did there isn't. Yeah, so we got an Echo teaser. Ooh, um, they showed Kingpin with the eye patch. Yeah. Where his yeah. eyes fucked mm-hmm. up, so he's alive still. And then we have the Marvels, which apparently it's just gonna pick up right at the post credit scene of Miss Marvel at the end of the show. Um where her where Carol Danvers and Kamala Khan switch places. Mm, I so I didn't like Captain Marvel. I have done, I'm not like Brie Larson's Captain Marvel so far. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, Clyde. <sighs> Lay from my bench. Okay, it's not that big. Um, but but the, I didn't like Carol Danvers really in this because they like op they make her like op. Mm-hmm. But I really liked Kamala Khan, so I'm looking forward to this movie a lot. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, then Ant Man three also got some footage. Um, I think they also confirmed that. Uh, this director is going to be directing the Kang Dynasty Avengers film. Mm-hmm. So, Ant-Man Quantumania is also going to be doing Kang Dynasty. Uh, then they also dropped some footage for Loki Season 2 as well. And they announced that uh, 
short rounds in it. Oh, like from Temple of Doom? Yeah, that actor in the Goonies, like the little oh, Chinese wow. boy. Yeah, okay. He he retired from acting for a while. That he came back in that all all the things everywhere at once, whatever that movie mm-hmm. was, is amazing. Oh, okay. I he had a big okay, lead in that. So that's a yeah, that's the first time in okay. years he did an acting cool. job, and he did a really good job. So now Marvel hired him. He's in Loki season two. Okay, cool. Yeah, talking with that. Yeah, that's pretty much everything we got for Marvel, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so take it over Star Wars. So we got the final trailer for Andor, which was just a bunch of sneak peek kind of things. And yeah, I, I, I'm i already sold. I didn't see this trailer, but I'm already sold in the show, so I need to see more trailers because, like, mm-hmm. it's not like they're not they're not going to do anything, like, mind-blowing. It's just yeah. going to be a good action. I don't want any Jedi. I'd be mad if there's all these Jedi. I'm only, ca- I'm only okay if it's Inquisitors. Yeah. Inquisitor, I, I'll say. I, I, I still wish there wouldn't be anything, but <laughs> yeah. still. If it's just one Inquisitor that's, like, leading the base where he's at, I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. But anything else, I'm like, all right, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Um, then we also got the Mandalorian Season 3 trailer. I surprisingly didn't get a chance to watch it, but you didn't it's, see it. it. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically where Book of Boba picks up. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he the Book of Mandalorian. The, yeah, Book of Mandalorian. <laughs> it's he the armor the armor or whatever her name is uh told him he has to go to the springs underneath mandalore mm-hmm. and so it just shows a lot of cool shots of like that um you see i'm pretty sure it's hera no is Hera in this no that's something different that's ahsoka yeah yeah i'll touch on jeez nice, nice. um nice. no but anyway the one really cool line too is like the armor talks to grogu's like so do you know about your dad or something like that or mm-hmm. talking about the dad and then um, another cool scene is Bo-Katan's like basically in like the Mandalorian palace yeah, looking I, out the window I did see the image of that really cool really cool yeah I don't know so like they're kind of depicting her as like the villain but like more of like an antagonist a lot of lines in the trailer where she's like saying like because because Mando's from an offshoot of Death Watch mm-hmm. which yeah. she was in and she left Mm-hmm. So she's just saying how you're like cultist people ruined our culture, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like there's like lines like that and stuff. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. She she's probably gonna be the uh, main villain. There's not too much to talk about with this trailer besides like just like cool shots and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's really gonna be heavy like Mandalore like, on Mandalore stuff. Yeah, I agree. Oh, grief Karga is in it again. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. There, there's Chubbs. a couple of shots with him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chubbs is in it again. But this time, he doesn't look like he's on um, that planet again. He looks like a, a more space and fantastical planet. Okay, cool. And different, like, bright colors. Yeah. Like, he looks like he's a mayor of some, like, better town now. <laughs> like, he keeps getting promoted. Swindling his way. Yeah, yeah eventually he's going to be in, like, the, <laughs> in the council. Or, I mean, the Republic or whatever, the New Republic. Um, then we also got a trailer for the Tales of the Jedi. Um, I didn't watch it. I don't think you did either. No. Um, I just saw Yaddle. But it's going to be, like, the Clone Wars uh, animation um, it's just going to be a bunch of short stories about the Jedi and like prequels for the Jedi stories. Oh, I think um, one's going to be Count Dooku before he turned. One's going to be a Count Dooku before he turned. We're going to get a Mace Windu one, probably with Samuel L. Jackson voicing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're probably going to get. I would expect we get something for uh, Ahsoka. I saw. I saw Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Yeah, I saw Ahsoka in one of the Ahsoka. pictures. Um, I kind of want like a uh, young Yoda, younger Yoda. Mm-hmm. Um, like a but that might kind of go along with the Dooku one. No, well, it could be like a little Dooku flashback. Was, uh, Dooku was his uh, Padawan. Yeah, I mean, Yoda's not gonna be that much younger there, but if you can do like a couple hundred years before and he's a teenager, that would be sick. yeah. Like when he Yoda, first goes, yeah. when he first gets to the, like the the what's it called? Well, if you do a whole Yoda origin, that'd be awesome. 
They would. They yeah. They, that'd be like, sick. I, they would I'm, never do I'm it. I'm gonna check this out because it looks good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see. They'll never do it because Yoda's kind of like he I'm has no origin, yeah, so it's cool yeah, that it's way. Like but if you at least show him, yeah. But if you at least show him like as a teenager, like training as a Jedi, that'd be that's cool. cool. Yeah. Um. Then we also got uh, confirmation the Bad Batch season two is coming January fourth of twenty twenty three. And then we also got some footage for Ahsoka. Um. That nothing was released officially, but they did confirm they casted an Ezra Ezra Bridger. Yeah, I. Which I wish they didn't do that before it came out. That's what I'm saying. I really want. It's making a surprise. They didn't why don't they surprise any, season two? <laughs> yeah, why don't they surprise people anymore? Yeah, it's like Disney they got just, away with the Grogu thing, the Baby Yoda thing in season one, and, and yeah. Mandalorian, and then they're like, "All right, no more like hiding shit. We're just gonna release it." That's all Disney because like <laughs> yeah. the fact that you didn't show what the fact that you showed uh Patrick Stewart, mm-hmm. uh, Professor X, and yeah. Doctor Strange was like stupid too. Mm-hmm. Just don't tell us that you have someone. Because there's so many theories. Yo, Ezra Bridger might be in the show. Yo, they, what they're looking yeah, for Ezra Bridger. Yeah. yeah, just fucking show Ezra Bridger. Mm-hmm. Like, when it happens. Don't tell us beforehand. Yeah. Uh, the actor looks good for him, though. I like it. Definitely looks like an older Ezra Bridger. Yeah, he, he looks just like so, him. He I'm literally looks that. like the perfect. Um, for some of the miscellaneous things, moving away from Star Wars. So we got a Percy Jackson, a Lightning Thief trailer. Um, I didn't really read the books as a kid, but I did see the original movie, which wasn't that great. But I'm excited for what they do with the show. Um, this is something that I feel like a show definitely does more justice to it than a movie. So, yeah, there's a lot in the book. So mm-hmm. I don't read. Yeah, yeah. But you read I read this book. Okay, cool. And the book was insanely better than the movie. Yeah. And it's like I never have that take because I never read and I hate reading. Mm-hmm. But this was like a book I had to read for a book report. Okay. And so I started reading it, and usually for book reports in grade school or junior high, mm-hmm. I'd start reading it, got bored, spark noted, bullshitted an essay together. I started reading it, didn't get bored, kept reading, didn't get bored. Okay. Holy shit, this is amazing. And then <coughs> I actually gotcha. wrote a good one. Um, so I, was, I think that'll be good. Um, they also cast, I don't know if you saw that Netflix movie with Ryan Reynolds. The Adam Project? The Adam Project. That kid's going to be Percy Jackson. Oh. Mm-hmm. And you so said I'm cool with that. you said you did he did good right you said that yeah right? he did good in that I liked it. yeah he really like it was crazy how much he seemed like Ryan Reynolds because Ryan Reynolds was essentially himself in yeah. the movie and it was crazy how the kid like kind of played off of that so well mm-hmm. um, we also got the Little Mermaid trailer which obviously there's a ton of backlash against it <laughs> which I don't know I don't think we want to go into all that shit um, it was just that uh, Halle Bailey song uh, singing "Part of Your World" for the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks really cool. It does look cool. I'm All not that... gonna watch it though. But I never seen Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid is like pretty good, but like I'm not gonna like go watch Little Mermaid again as a 28 year old man. Yeah. <laughs> I I understand the outrage too. By the way, I will get into it. Okay. Okay. I understand the outrage it. outrage because like it's a a redheaded white character and you cast a black person so it seems like you're just trying to force like a minority in any role possible yeah, yeah. but i also didn't get mad when i saw it and went mm. to twitter and complained about it yeah, yeah. i really does not it does not bother me really at all but i also understand hey you're taking a white character who's red hair and like it's like not like it's like there's taking a white character making black yeah and it seems more yeah. of like offensive than it does inclusive because that's what I mean. yeah, you're you're, that's, you're trying to fit a round circle on. in a square peg mm. like it's like yeah. doesn't fit 
So you don't have to force it. Like the make thing, art, the make thing, my argument is like all they have to do is make a live action Princess of the Frog and also make more original content with with people. From my, yeah, you don't have to. That's all you have to do. You don't have to make a white character black for inclusiveness. Exactly. That's just not. Yeah, what it just, is. You're just filling a. You're just checking a box. Yeah, you're. Yeah. It, it's it's just, it's just very half assed. Like mm-hmm. you, like you said, make make more content with it yeah, or make Princess of the Frog. Like yes, back in the day. The Hollywood and all them were racist, and they wouldn't like cast people for certain roles because of that. That's a fact. But mm-hmm. nowadays, that's not really there anymore. They just insert, you know, characters overtaking like former white people's roles, and that's fine. Like, you know, to do whatever. But Once like, again, it doesn't bother me. I'm yeah. not going to complain about what I'm doing because we have a podcast where we talk about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just it doesn't need. It's not necessary. Yeah. Yeah. But um, she. I mean, she sung what? Like, she sang beautifully. And She's a great singer. It's not I think uh, I, I think the movie will be like good for kids, but like I I'm not gonna watch it like obviously. But. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all I talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also got a poster for the Lion King prequel, the Mufasa story, which I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna have to see footage for it and like a story of what's happening. But all I really want from it is how Scar got a scar, which I think that they'll definitely be talked about. Yeah, yeah, which that's all I'd really want from me. Yeah, same. And if that's there, I'm cool with it. I'd also like to see Baby Timon and Pumbaa meeting as a side story. I think that would be great. Maybe like a little like, oh, over here in the, I don't know, the mm-hmm. Wildlands. Well, well, in the uh, Lion King one and a half, they show a meeting. <laughs> oh, they, oh, they did, that's right, they did show a mm-hmm. meeting. Yes. So that, that was an elite movie. Lion King one and a half is very <laughs> underrated. That was one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. <laughs> Then they also did a announcement for a live action Snow White, where you're gonna have Gal Gadot playing the witch. Uh, really? Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. You saw it. Yeah, but they're up there. We're gonna make her like ugly for it though. But yeah. But she's still hot. Will she be though? That's gonna be what the question. If it, what if it made her a sexy ass? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Who's Snow White? I don't know. I don't, I don't think they cast it yet. Megan Thee Stallion. No, because there's that whole controversy that they were gonna be casting uh, the dwarves, and then they changed their like title. Oh uh, yeah, them. Peter Dinklage came out and said that. Yeah, that's yeah. So like now it's like they got the poster and they got Gal Gadot as Witch, so it's like kind of moving forward. Yeah, they should make Megan the Stallion mm-hmm. Snow White, and then when she gets kissed, she goes, eh. <laughs> "I'm in for that movie." And then like she wakes up and instead of like going off into the ending, it's like body yada yada yada. She just gets up out of bed and starts twerking in the prince's face, Prince Charming's face. I'd be, I'm in, I'm all in. What is? What if instead of all the dwarves, you got then She Hulk runs in. <laughs> what if instead of all the dwarves, you got like all the rappers with little in their name? Yeah. And like you know, shrunk them down like with CGI and just made it like little. Lil Wayne, Wayne Lil Kim, Lil Nas X. Yeah. <laughs> and they could just get all Lils. Yeah, Lil Dicky. Lil Dicky. I I really don't feel like digging uh, the mining today. Is there anything else I can do? Like, do you need some paperwork done? Like, like he just like did in the background like. like Lil Nas X is like making sexual advances to all the other dwarves. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> You see him just grinding on the witch, witch, but the witch is actually a dude. Oh, man. Um, and then Pixar announced a few things I forgot to mention, like that Elements movie they're doing with fire and water. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's it's going to be weird, but they kind of just did like Inside Out, and then they did Soul, and now they're doing Elements, so I, they're running out of ideas to me. They, very um, much they also confirmed they're doing Inside Out 2, where Riley, the main character in Inside Out, is going to be a teenager. That could probably be good. 
have hormones come in. Yeah, yeah. That could be funny. Like, you know, yeah. some adult humor that the kids are like, what does that mean? It's like, nah, nah, I'm not telling you. Yeah. Um, I can see that being funny, though. Um, but I think that's all Making for... the sounds in it. Yeah, and she just comes in. Says, <laughs> <laughs> and then Riley starts, like, twerking. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but that's all I have for D23. Uh, anything you want to toss in? No. Okay, okay. Uh, let's take it over to TV for the usual shows. Uh, House of the Dragon. So since we've been recording, it's been episode three and four. Um, did you get a chance to watch both, obviously? I did last night. Okay. I wasn't going to have it done as you want with Power okay. Tonight. Um, you watched both? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, so what are your reactions then? Um, episode three was more of the battle. That was a sick scene. Sick episode. When Damon was just get one verse arming it. Yeah, but he comes in, he's like, I'm surrendering. It's like, you're not surrendering. It's like, I, yeah, I know. That was so badass. <laughs> yeah, that was badass. That was very sick. Mm-hmm. Great cinematography uh, there. Yeah, but I can't remember what else happens. Oh, yeah, and then the fucking boar comes and attacks mm-hmm. Renero, and she ends and kills it. The white stag, she leaves. Mm-hmm. That, that was a very good episode. I like the symbolism and everything in that episode, too. Yeah. Um, very good episode for episode three. What do you think about episode four? <laughs> that was the one. So first, I'll say Flea Bottom was lit. Who's Flea Bottom? Like future Flea Bottom, like the the common folk of King's Landing. Oh yeah, that was. Lit. It's just Carnival. Yeah, like the Firehands guy. Yeah, it's just Carnival <laughs> or like Bourbon Street in New <laughs> it Orleans. Like, yeah, it was like Bourbon Street. It was just like yeah. sick. All the shit going on. People are, like, fucking in the alleys and all that stuff. Like, Dude, that'd be sick. It was wild. <laughs> yeah. Like, no shit she wanted to go out and hang with, like, all the common people. That was sick. <laughs> uh, do you want to get into the next part? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've seen incest yeah, before, yeah, yeah. so it's, it's not anything friends. crazy. Yeah. Um, it's really creepy, because, like, like, they present her as a kid. She's not a kid, but, like... She's, like, 16 in the Yeah, they present her as... Oh, 16 or 17. In what? The show. In the show, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's of age. In, well, the real in the show, yeah. but no, in the show she's of age. Yeah. In real life, she's like twenty. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I did check that immediately. Because um, like I think I saw cleavage. I will oh, say, say <laughs> I will say the chemistry between Matt Smith and Millie Alcock, the actor and actress yeah. who's playing them, great. Like, oh, they're I, on even, screen together. Even I see like interviews like outside, they like little pressers yeah. together. They they like mm-hmm. have fun. Yeah, like, and, anytime they're on camera together, it's fantastic for the show. See that that scene didn't. So it didn't creep me out because, like I said, you've seen Jamie and fucking Cersei mm-hmm. banging immediately. Yeah. You've yeah. seen Jon Snow and Daenerys banging. Mm-hmm. And you um, like cheer it on, too. Yeah, <laughs> like, you are hoping for it. What? I didn't find it creepy. I found it, like, I, like, cringeworthy, like, after like, the next morning vibes. Yeah. Like, ugh, you probably regret that because he came home and banged Sir Kristen, which is way, probably way better. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of like... And now, now everyone, now there's rumors that you're banging your ankle going around. Yeah. And Once, like, Sir Christian was outside the door, I was like, that's going to happen soon. I, I thought it was going to happen, happen in the last episode. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to happen in the last episode. And then it happened the next, like, I saw him outside mm-hmm. the door, and then she came back. I was like, yeah, she's, it's going to happen here. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I don't even know. Um, yeah, I kind of forget. I'm starting to it. hate Allison. Yeah. I don't like her. Yeah. I'm, I'm over her. Oh, I did, the episode ended with. Uh, auto high tower getting handed king taken away from him. Yeah, he's no he got de handed. I'm cool with that. I don't mm-hmm. like him. Uh I I like this character, but I think it's necessary. I don't think he's gone from the show yet though. Like I yeah. think he's gonna team up with somebody maybe like Damon. Probably Damon, probably yeah. the Sea Snake. Maybe the Sea Snake too. Yeah. Cause he's been pushing the Sea Snake stuff. Mm-hmm. 
I also saw a thing, which I don't know if it's true, but the crab people are infested with grayscale. Crab people. Yeah, they're infested with grayscale. It looked like he was burnt. Yeah. Crappy, you're not yeah. grayscale. And like, well, but, but like, and uh, what was it? Damon was like carrying his corpse. So they're saying like uh, Damon like a grayscale. So I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. But um, anything else from those episodes? Um, uh, not Rainier, really. Rainier is going to be marrying her, uh, what, cousin? Yeah, the sea snake's yeah. son. Yeah, the sea snake's son. Um, oh, she was cool badass in the dragon. He's a dragon rider. Yeah, yeah. He had a huge gross spurt from episode two to three. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, he was in, like, the uh, jousting, like, uh, uh, oh, sweet. crowd. Oh, really? Yeah, and he was, like, just, like, kind of a kid. Yeah. And then, like, the episode of the battle, episode three. Well, I guess like, it's, it's been, like, two years. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that. you can have a gross spurt, but still, yeah. it's kind of like, that was quick. Like, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm excited. I, I'm still, like, I'm weary of this uh, time skip that's coming. Because when the time skip comes, I'm going to be so attached I think it's, to, like, I think it's gonna be. Character. I think it's going to be the end of the season. I, I think it's going to be. They said it's going to be closer to the mid-season, which. How many episodes are there, is it going to be? I, I think uh, eight. So, I think after the next episode, it's going to be the time skip. Yeah. Because it's looking okay. like it's going to be about the wedding of Rhaenyra and Valeron, I think his name is. No, it's like Lee. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leon, not Leon. Yeah. It's uh, Len- Len- So, Liana is like the sister that the king was married. So, I think it's like mm-hmm. Leon or something. Or Le- I don't know. It's definitely it's something Lee dragony. something. Yeah, yeah. something dragony. I'll look it up. Um... But I think it's going to be all about the wedding, and I think, I don't know when Viserys dies. When I was talking with Sid, who's like a big Game of Thrones guy, he was saying that uh, he di- like when he dies, that's when the whole stuff for Aemon being king starts to circulate and become like a battle mm-hmm. between Aemon and Rhaenyra's like claim to throne. Yeah. So it's probably going to be like at the start of the time skip is when Viserys is dead. Okay. But I think it would be better if they just killed him and then did the time skip. Yeah. So you see a lot of, like, you skip all that, like, you know, turmoil around the kingdom of who's the king, like, you know, who's, yeah. who's on the throne. Um, but that's just me. But I don't know. It's going to happen. His death is going to be uh, adjacent with the time skip. Laner is his Laner. name. L-A-E-N-O-R. Well, I might be pronouncing <laughs> it wrong, but it's L-A-E-N-O-R. Lemon. No, Lenor. Lenor, whatever. It ends in an R. Um... All right, anything else from House of Dragon? Um, hmm. What if the next episode of Megan the Stallion's in it? She just comes in like, eh. <laughs> All right. And the theme song's replaced with Next up, Rick and Morty. Did you watch episode one and two? Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. No, but you can spoil it the comedy show. Well, I don't really want to spoil episode one. It, I I saw that it goes back in Rick, Rick's uh, backstory a little bit more. Okay, so essentially they oh oh get oh, oh damn what a big hit damn I oh. oh no he did not just fumble he was down right sorry this no is the segment a little bit no they called a touchback what the ref called a touchback dude I'm getting slaughtered this week god damn it. Travis Kelsey went off this week. Okay, they, they counted it. Okay, good. Thank God. Um, probably because he lifted up, lifted in the air. They probably were calling the whistle. Wait, let's see the replay. Let's see the replay. They probably called the whistle. He has it. 
It came out when he's down. Yeah. Yeah. Bounced out and hit the ground. Um, so, Rick, so Rick and Morty, the first episode, they essentially something happens where they come back to uh, like they're trying to get everything set with uh, like the end of last season. You know what I mean? Like with the Citadel yeah. blowing up and everything. So what ends up happening is everybody that's in the universe starts getting glitched into their own normal reality, like their own universe. So yeah. everybody that was a out of their universe is like glitching away. So Morty gets sent back to the Cronenberg verse. Yeah, okay. And Rick gets sent back to his original timeline. That's where we get the backstory of that. And okay. I won't get too much into that, but that aspect was cool, seeing like what's been going on in those universes. That's pretty cool. Um and then the second episode was really good. The guest cameo was Peter Dinklage. Okay. And it was just like pretty much a parody of Die Hard. That's nice. And That's they also nice. brought black brought back the uh, Blitz and Chips. Uh, uh, Rory is it? Oh, uh, R- Roy. Roy. Yeah, like going off the grid and shit. Yeah. They brought that back heavy. Oh man, he's taking Roy off the grid. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, yeah, very. I, the first episode I think was great. The second episode held its own, but yeah. it wasn't like as. Where'd you watch it? On? Just on Hulu. Yeah, Hulu. Mm-hmm. It's on Hulu. Also, I, they I released know. the first episode on uh, YouTube. Okay, I have to watch them. Mm-hmm. I have to watch them. Um, I watch them tonight when I get home. If it's not crazy late. Then next up, the Rings of Power, Lord of Rings. They dropped their first uh, three episodes since we recorded. Go ahead. I never seen Lord of the Rings. I've never okay. seen it ever. Okay. So I'm gonna sit here and watch the game while you talk about it. <laughs> So, I really like this show. I mean, coming into it, I was a little bit worried because it seemed like they were going to be very woke, but it's not, like, that woke, and the um, the budget was immense. The budget was, like, leagues above, like, most of the Game of Thrones episodes and seasons, so I was like, it's going to look great, which it does. It looks stunning, but I was just worried about the writing and the actors and all that stuff, but the mm-hmm. writing's been good, um, just pretty much setting up, like... I don't know if you know much about the Lord of the Rings, but like you know how it starts off, the story starts off about the war where the mm-hmm. ring became like, like the ring was lost and then Gollum finds it. Yeah, and it's, it's <coughs> corrupted. And... So it's all about the precursor to that big war. Okay. Um. So it's like the rise of like Sauron to power. Okay. Um. So it's very good, and it kind of has like three different stories they're going about. So the first story is about Galadriel, one of the major elves that's in Lord of the Rings, and Elrond, who's another major elf. I, I, I know some And words. young Ned Stark actually plays Elrond. He's killing it for me. I, I saw him in previews and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm liking him right now. Um, so that's one of the stories. And right now, like Galadriel's going to like Numenor and the other human. Uh, I know. I just know these names. Wild. These names are wild. Yeah, so Numenor goes to Numorn. Numenor is like one of the first human cities uh, that was like okay. created by the elves and given as a gift mm-hmm. for helping in the first war against like one of the major villains. Um, so just seeing that world's awesome. And then you meet, we actually just met in the newest episode, uh, Israel or Israel or something like that. And he's the guy that cuts off Sauron's ring. Okay. So he's the guy that like does the justice, but he doesn't destroy the ring. He gets corrupted by the power. Uh, so it's kind of cool to see him as like a younger guy. Yeah. Um, the next story we kind of go through is this one elf who kind of has a relationship with a human, and then he's like kind of where like uh, he's kind of like in uh, the very first like blast zone for Sauron's start of the war. Um, 
So you're kind of seeing like the rise, like you know, the direct rise of power of Sauron there. I'm looking at pictures of Sauron. Um, so I, I always thought the eye was just Sauron, and that was well, that's like his essence or something. Yeah. Like that. Uh, we also met Celebrimbor, who's the creator of the Rings of Power, and he's starting to make those soon. So that's going to be starting the story up as well there. Um, and then the last story we're following is uh, the Harfoots, which are the ancestors of the Hobbits, and we're. It's following heavily the ancestor of, like, the Baggins, uh, this uh, Nori uh, Brandyfoot is her name. But um, just seeing, like, the ancestral hobbits, they're kind of, like, essentially they're, like, homeless people that live in the woods that disguise themselves up and, like, they uh, migrate every so often to different areas to stay safe and hidden. Um, but there was, so, like, the whole story was, like, Gandalf and the wizards they were essentially sent from space to help stop these wars. And you see, like, in the first episode, the end of the first episode, a star come down and a human lying in the middle of it. And I think it's going to be Gandalf. I think that's going to be the reveal by, like, the end of the season, that that's, like, a younger Gandalf, Ian McKellen's mm -hmm. character. Yeah. So I think that's good, and it seems like it's going to be that way because that's how he has a whole relationship with the Hobbits because the Hobbits were the ones that, yeah. like, he landed by first, you know? Yeah. So Gandalf the Grey. They're doing very good things with the show. I'm excited. Um, Fuck with Gollum, everyone. Gollum, Sauron, Gandalf. I probably see. Oh, see, I'm, I'm probably marrying Gandalf, but I'm, I don't know who I'm killing. I know you're fucking. I know I'm fucking. You gotta yeah. fuck Gollum. Yeah, maybe. That's like fucking a crack war. Yeah. It's like fucking crack war fucking like Hitler. I wouldn't be proud of it. Oh, no, it's better than fucking Hitler. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably kill Sauron and then... Yeah. Saruman. I don't know his name. It's fucking weird, but... Yeah, yeah. that's the Rings of Power. We'll, yep. we'll update on that. Um, anything for TV or movies you want to throw in? Yeah. Yeah, we got She-Hulk. Oh, fuck, I forgot about She-Hulk. Yeah, I know, so I was waiting until after we got through everything. Because I went with one bit of D20. Just make it seem like a bigot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I did not do it on that for that purpose. I just wanted to wait until we got through all the notes and not tangent it. Yeah, so uh, we watched the newest episode of She-Hulk. I think episode, what, six? Mm, five. Five? Okay. Episode, episode one. I think it was five. Yeah, I think you're right. Five. The last episode was fourth. Mm -hmm. We had to talk about uh, both also, episodes. Yeah, we also have four. So four was amazing. I think four was the best episode. <coughs> Wongers. Wongers, that Madison with two ends, but you're not going to know where the other end is. No, it's the, two ends and a Y, but it's not where you expect. <laughs> <laughs> She's great. That the Sopranos spoiler is hilarious. Yeah, the reference to the Sopranos was hilarious, like all of that. Um, I love Billy Walsh from Entourage is in it. Yeah. As, uh, Donnie Blaze, which fuck them for doing Donnie Blaze. For Johnny Blaze? Yeah. Like, I well, was yeah. at that. So, someone <laughs> said, well, this is a cousin. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for that, too. Yeah. Like, damn, my cousin has so good riding bikes. Like, yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. And it's like, oh, shit. Um, but yeah, I think it was the best episode in the series. Uh, all the humor, like, landed. And I don't know, like, it was the best, like, Introduce it like it was the first time the show like introduced the plot in that episode and solved it in that episode too. Yeah, you know, I, and I, I thought that was great. Like as an episode on its own. Yeah, um, I, I also love the uh, when they're in uh, 
uh, they're in court and they call their magic not real magic, then him, the old man, and the lawyer all stand up and say like, oh yeah, is this real magic? And they all start doing different tricks. Yeah. And then it cuts back to Jed just like, oh, the lawyer's a magician too. Oh, great. <laughs> like, I I actually LOL'd at that part. Mm-hmm. Well, there's so many funny parts in that episode, but I died at that part. Yeah, my favorite was the Wongers and Madison, like, just mm-hmm. uh, dynamic together. That yeah. was great. I, I hope that, like, comes back in, like, a Doctor Strange 3 or something, like... Madison two ends of the wild and not like Wong's girlfriend or something like. Yeah, it's so funny. But she comes back with like she has like when she first got shows up with Wong, she has like a goat heart and say like, I don't know, I just got wearing <laughs> random demon named Jake. <laughs> um, yeah, then the fifth funny. episode, um, it goes into like the legal battle between uh, Titania and She Hulk for the rights to her name. Mm-hmm. Kind of calling back on the other episodes with the various dates she went on. Which was the last episode. Too. Yeah, it was the last that. episode. Yeah, the Tinder dates. But yeah, she, she gets fucked. Yeah, she was a baddie in that episode, too. That episode four. It's a confidence, dude. Yeah. <laughs> confidence is everything for you. Um, I mean, episode five was good, but I think episode four was clearly better. But it wasn't necessarily, like, a step down. I agree. It, like, it was, it was still, like, decent. Um, show's all right. Show's all right for as a whole. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I like Miss Marvel more at this point, but it's not, it's not as bad as I thought. The CGI is still terrible. I'm over it. CGI is the worst thing ever, but I'm looking I'm over the, I'm over this bad CGI. But they should, get, they should get reprimanded for the CGI. It's mm-hmm. atrocious. Um, I, I just love... I, I, I love how it's literally like a lawyer sitcom. just so happens to be an MCU. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then big... Big reveal at the end. Yeah, we get the uh, Daredevil helmet. The fashion uh, person that She-Hulk was working Luke with. Luke something. Yeah, was creating something for Daredevil as well. So we see the yellow helmet that we saw in the trailer for the show. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that Daredevil's in the next episode. I, well, I would think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Wongers. Yeah. Anything else from uh, the TV? Wongers. Wongers? No, nothing else. Alright. Uh, for Jams of the Week... I didn't have any jams this week. They all stunk. There's a couple of, like, decent ones, but I didn't really feel like putting them in because I didn't think they deserved it because as a whole, the whole week was bad. But you did find a gem in the rough. Yes. Care to elaborate? No. Okay. All right. Uh, Another week in the books. (laughs) Um, No. Uh, It's something that I actually heard a few weeks ago on a random Instagram reel on my algorithm. I was like, this is a cool song. So I listened to the Instagram reel a few times. It's like, oh, it's, it's only showing the chorus. Then I said, ooh, I'm going to go link in the bio and like the song. It's good. And then it said it wasn't coming out until September 9th. Oh. So I was like, oh, okay. I have to wait a few weeks. That's all in August. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from, since then, I kept getting targeted ads on my stories yeah. with that song. Yeah. And I was like, it's still sick each time. So it finally came out. Listened to it through. It's a nice short two-minute song, but it's I loved it. Um, it's called Patterns by Josie. I want to say it's Dune. It's D-U-N-N-E, but it also means done. Dune. Dune, I don't know. It could be it's all Dune. All right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, go check that out on the Talking Dirty James we playlist keep on Spotify, backwards. as well as the podcast Talking Dirty. Ringing the exact words we said before. And with that, Ryan, take it away with closing statement. We keep dancing. Um. All right. Another week in the books. Um. It's late, guys. Mad at me. Yeah. Um, I just want to. 
get Travis Kelsey in this game. He's he's tired of my tangents. Uh, catch for the Spanning, 412-784-1577-724-412-784-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-1577-